0: Steven, uh-huh. here we are. We're back at it again. You know? Damn straight. We're that week off, but oh, now we're back. Oh, that's right. And that's why it feels weird. Yes. Mm. That was the thing. I yep. do, uh, every week when we record, I have to go back and refer to the previous show's mm-hmm. episode number, just to be like, what, All right. what are we on?
1: Where are we? Who are, yeah. who are we?
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm not good with numbers, so I always like start to transpose them. Mm-hmm. i'm like oh we got to be in like i don't know the 200s or something and it's like oh no we're in the 300 we're almost to 350 oh, like, oh wow, wow yeah oh okay that's huh who would have thought
1: <laughs> looking pretty good look, look at yeah. us man hell yeah,
0: yeah. it's like uh, when michael jackson said to uh the the uh fuck janet you no know, <laughs> uh, presley i can't think of her name like he oh, married uh, one of the, the what the fuck is her name I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, her Presley. They, yes, uh, they showed up at the MTV mm-hmm. Elvis. Uh, her name's Elvis. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's what. How did I forget? Right. <laughs> uh,
0: when uh, he and uh, she showed up at one of the VMA awards, and they were like, uh, he looked to her, and said, "Who would have thought?" Uh, uh fuck. <laughs> I can't even fucking remember. The Why do I bring this shit up? God damn it. <laughs> That, uh, and to think people thought this would never have lasted or whatever. I know, right? That's what I was trying to say about this fucking show, and uh, that it all worked out, and I probably shouldn't, you know.
1: Well, what we can tell people is her name is Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie Presley, thank so you. So we did get one fact out. Oh, and perfect. I bet, I bet that they did say stuff to each other. You are right. Mm-hmm. So nobody can even refute that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. World There's that. <laughs> mic drop.
0: There's that information. And Stephen, look, speaking of music, mm-hmm. I know we're recording this in mid-February, but I came across something recently, and I feel like I've already discovered the song of the summer for mm-hmm. 2024, and okay. like, I want to let you and our audience know about this so you could be on there from the jump. Okay. You know? The yeah. song just came out on February 14th, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Ooh. And uh, I, I just want to play this for everyone here. Let um, me mm-hmm. go ahead and, and start it. The, the vocals will kick in here in just a minute. But um, this song is by Kim Petras, and she just dropped a new album. Uh, okay. I'll tell you what that is in a minute, but I just want you to hear this chorus.
1: yeah song of the summer obviously obviously right this is gonna end up in a burger king commercial two years from now <laughs> right.
0: it could be carl's jr you it could be know. it could be I don't, don't put that on burger king yeah, yeah, yeah i will the king is back um i'm going to uh send you this this song real quick i uh i think it's important uh-huh. and
1: uh yeah which, ever, there's a couple different titles on her when i looked up her uh like you just her name on Spotify, oh yeah. Um, all I, the, it gives you like five or six songs by that person. There's mm-hmm. Slut Pop Mi- Miami, Slut mm-hmm. Pop, Treat Me Like a Slut, and Running yep. Up That Hill, a cover song. Of course, yeah.
0: <laughs> so her current album is oh, Slut man. Pop Miami. Okay. And uh she's yeah, it, it's it, a lot oh, of like filthi- filthily named yeah. titles. Uh, but I think it's done on purpose. The thing that caught it is the or caught my eye was the album cover. I uh, just saw it. She's in this lime green bikini, but uh, you can see this guy uh, pulling her her thong to the side, uh, yeah. going after. Her, uh, which is just like, off look.
1: screen. We need. This is what AI is for. You can expand those views and see who he is. You know. Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a test. So uh, I first heard of her because a couple of years back, she had this song called Unholy with uh-huh. Sam Smith, whom I'm not really that into, uh-huh. but the song was kind of fun, even though it was a little bit like edgelordy for like, mm. uh, to me, but... Even still, it was uh, <laughs> I, I would uh, rather there be more like uh, sinner stuff in the world than, than not, you know, just sure. to, like kind of balance things out, mm-hmm. especially living here in uh, the, uh, the middle of the country where it's uh, Bible territory. Mm-hmm. All that to say, uh, I was like, oh, wait, who is this person? I looked into it. Uh, evidently, she's from Germany okay. and uh, she's big in the like. Um, so Andy uh, knows her. Probably. Andy knows her, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh <laughs> she's big of the like LGBTQ plus community because okay. she's like uh, a transgender woman and she's out there oh. like uh you know making it happen for them. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh yeah, that's right. So uh <laughs> when I when I saw the song, I was like, there's no fucking way this is, <laughs> this is what this is, right? Like sometimes you'll you'll see uh comedians with comedy albums that have like mm-hmm. fake titles because they're just like kind of like jokes like it's kind uh, of like a podcast
1: like yeah, it's just like you just bit. you pull out a joke that you said briefly but it's like that sounds funny right yeah but yeah, it's yeah. A, a different thing altogether right right
0: but uh this is like very much uh, the the title is the song like that is yep. what it is and that's i kind of scroll through some of our other songs yeah on this the album, titles it's like, yeah it's it is what it is like a rim it's, job uh, it's a <laughs> it's very very horny album but look somebody's got to do it and, right uh I'll, I'll be honest like this song was uh, it was
1: fucking fun to listen to. I like it. I'm going to put that on rotation for sure. Exactly. Uh, her album cover, she looks, like, uh, she looks like she saw old videos on YouTube of Christina Aguilera, and she's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, 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 no. I can, I can slutify that even more. Uh-huh. I, can, I can do more than that. Like, she's dirty? got that. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I could be yeah. way dirty. Yeah.
0: Dirty? I could be filthy.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put a song called Gag on it. Right? Okay. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: Yeah. Hey, look, hey, you're, you're fighting a battle with no contenders, okay? right? I, yeah. you, you've won. You've immediately won. That's amazing. Yeah. Song Nobody's doing what she's
1: out there doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is being a butt slut, you know? It's an anthem. It's an anthem. It's, it's, an good, anthem. Good. it's a jam. It's, Even a, if you're it's not, a way of life. It's a way of life. Yeah, Even yeah. if you're not into uh, butt stuff, butt slut is uh, the song of the summer. Because right. We can, we can all agree. Throw it on a, uh, a summer cookout playlist. You know, play around they just let it play in the background around your family. You know,
1: I also want to point out that before the show, we, you, you and I do some, some podcast housekeeping, get mm-hmm. each other prepared for what the show's going to be. And you asked me if I had access to the lyrics of a song. If you told me on the show, mm-hmm. uh, she's very, she enunciates very clearly. I didn't need any lyrics. I, I could tell mm-hmm. it was butt slut, which right. was nice. Yeah. Uh, but I am looking forward to some more of those, uh, songs like Whalecock. cock sounds like a, a fun, yeah. like, uh, something you put on like a family reunion, you know, just yeah. looking like nice.
0: So now that one's one of the more literary songs. That one oh, okay. has references to Captain Ahab from *Moby sure. Dick*, and then also Dick. So you know, it's it's like both of those. It's all in there. Right, you know? right, right, right. Man, this it's is great. M- much like Intel, <laughs> it's all inside. You
1: know? <laughs> that's a line from one of her songs. I It's believe. a line from one of the songs. Yes, yeah. yeah, the opening You're track. Course, now that's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a lovely thing though, and uh, I'm very excited that, uh, that that exists in the world now. So.
0: Look, if, if we can pitch more ideas to her, like maybe for her next album,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, chugging beer through my puss, through a tube and shit, <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. There could be, you know, just spitballing. Ooh, spitballing. spitballing balling, that's good. Like- <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think, uh, I think even, you know, I don't know if she needs any help. But, um, th- yeah,
0: that's that's you true. Know? I feel like she's got it covered.
1: But uh, and smothered, <laughs> covered and smothered. <laughs> Track nine, <laughs> but surprisingly not about yeah. sex. It's about biscuits and gravy.
0: Right? Yeah, she just loves the Waffle Big House. Fan. You know? Are we all? A- after through a, a, a nice, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 nice bout of anal play, she's like, "Oh uh, yeah, Waffle House." Or, oh yeah, Waffle House. Yeah, everybody wants to go. Oh, uh, in my country we call it Waffle <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: probably so fancy. I love it. Oh man, what a what a beautiful song to start the day with, and I uh, yeah, right, I'm exactly. so glad to have that. Look, we
0: we we don't normally record on Saturdays. This is a right. Uh, it's kind of weird, you know, atypical. But uh, Stephen, I feel like we could carry this vibe with us throughout the rest mm. of our weekend. It's a long weekend here in the states It's President's <laughs> Day. You know.
2: Oh yeah. Just yeah. think
0: about it when you're out there, like. Uh, shopping for uh, deals on mattresses you know carry butt slut in your heart <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god let imagine like an, an old lady with headphones on uh-huh. casually shopping in a mattress store and they're like right. what are you listening to butt slut right yeah <laughs>
0: Steven, uh, you had uh, joked earlier in the conversation that this is oh, going to be man. part of like a uh, uh, a Burger King commercial or whatever oh, in right, a couple right. years. I could legitimately see this in a nuts.com Super Bowl commercial oh, in yeah. like two years, you know? <laughs> Nuts slut. Okay. All right. I
1: get it. That's good. I love pistachios. Oh, my God. 20 years ago, everybody freaked out because was one nipple on stage and now we can say slut. This sounds great, man. It's great. It really is. I love, is. It. I love mm-hmm. it. Well... That's a great way to start the show as well, so we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Butt Slut. Uh, <laughs> we're changing the name of the show now, right? I mean, let's, you can't uh, not.
0: Let's talk a butt slut.
1: Yeah. Oh, let's
0: By talk guard.
2: about slut. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fantastic, man. Well, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be here today with you. Having a good time already, even though it is an off day with a, a Saturday recording with us, but uh, all, all fun and games here. So today uh, we're doing a movie. We decided we have this list kind of, of like single, like individual movies. We just want to discuss in the podcast someday. It's like a list we can go to if we uh, can't think of something for the next week or whatever. And uh, you chose Nope last week. You suggested that. And uh, I jumped on the chance because I haven't seen Nope. Uh, in a while. I think I only saw it oh. once, maybe twice when it first came out. So, mm-hmm. uh, very excited to talk about that today. And I was, uh, I showed it to my wife for the first time last night. We had to watch it really late, though. So, she ended up falling asleep in like the last kind of like the climax of it, but the last like 40 minutes or so. So, I got to uh, show it to her tonight. But uh, so yeah, she liked everything else so far because she's a big Jordan Peele fan as well. So, uh, very excited to talk about that. But we are going to do a, a little mini topic first uh, for each of us. And uh, if you don't mind, I was going to start us off today Please, with yeah. uh, With one. Um, I am not generally, even though I'm a podcast creator, I am not generally a podcast listener. Uh, my mm-hmm. job doesn't really afford me that. My commute is too short for it. First world problems. Um, <laughs> so I just don't really have a lot of time, and I don't. It's not a thing I put effort into. But every once in a while, I'll either see a podcast like title or guest that you know, really I'm like I have to listen to this whatever. And uh, one of those came up with uh, one of our, our good friends' podcast, Erie International. Who released episode 395 of the Monster Squad? So yes. of course, of course, I was going to listen to that. One of my very favorite movies from my childhood, and I hold very near and dear to my heart to this day. And uh, not only that, we had all three of the main guys. Uh, we got Dave, David, and Andy all there, which is always a treat. Um, sometimes, uh, whenever you have multiple hosts like that, it's nice because you you know one can drop off if they need to for vacation or whatever they need to do. But I love whenever everybody's there. It's same thing with like, um, how did this get made? um it's like when all three of them are there it's like that's the best episode and then whenever right. there only two are there you're like that's eh, it's good it's just not quite as good so it was good to hear those all those guys together and not only that they brought mm-hmm. along austin wilson uh, yes. of hideous energy and mm-hmm. uh and uh, i don't know that group of, of people's uh And he's amazing. We've had him on the show before. Uh, I was just looking at his little. He loves Superman. That's what we know about him. That's what we know about him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I knew he was also a huge Monster Squad fan. So I was Mm -hmm. really looking forward to that. But uh, I had a fucking delight listening to that episode. It was so Mm -hmm. interesting because he's a big fan like me. He kind of found it at my age. Uh, We have very similar backgrounds with it. He also mentioned some other uh, movies like The Lady in White which is a weird uh, Lucas Haas movie about a ghost from the 80s that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh, And I still hold, like, as a fearful movie, it's, like, one of the scariest movies to me, and it's so funny because I've watched it as an adult, and it's not that scary anymore, but as a kid, it was really haunting. And they mentioned that because he really likes it. I think he showed it to David one time, and David was like, what the fuck is this? But I was like, yeah, we reconnect that. Uh, He also suggested they do, like, a double feature uh, thing, like, suggestions for the movies they watch. And uh, so he suggested Explorers, which is an awesome sci fi movie from the 80s that I love with the uh, Ethan Hawke when he's like a little kid and uh, River Phoenix and stuff. So um, those are all great choices. And I, I love listening to Austin because we're so similar. Uh, the rest of the guys were interesting because not all of them had grown up with it. They had found it like as adults or something. And right. that's such an interesting thing. I, I, I think I showed you for the first time as an adult, Right. You No, I, seen saw,
0: I, I saw it when I was younger. Okay, uh, okay. At, it was at a, uh, a friend's party. It was like oh, a- Oh, man, around, what a good time. I think it was like a birthday party or something like that. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know that it was necessarily like in spooky season necessarily, yep. but we watched it together. We saw the Wolfman. Is it Gat? Has or guy Is it Gat? Is it Gat? Got. Wolfman's yeah. got There we go. Hell the, yeah. The iconic line Ugh. that I could not remember. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh shit, this is good. And then we did it on the podcast, right. uh, what, like in year one, year two. It something must like have this. been, yeah, so, yeah. Long time yeah. ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I, I guess I've forgotten that. Um, Amanda, definitely I had shown like as an adult, and she's grown to like it just for me, I guess. But um, And I've shown it to uh, a few other friends before, and it's interesting just to see if people really take to it or not. Because if you didn't grow, it's like one of those things, like it's so deeply ingrained in my nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't imagine not liking it. And then I'm like, I'm like, uh, I don't know, not fearful, but I'm like hesitant to show people to be like, do not shit on my favorite thing in the world. you know? So uh, it was just lovely to hear those guys again, um, especially uh, with Austin being on there and everything. Mm -hmm. So and then to hear about one of my favorite movies. So I totally agree with uh, with Austin's choices all around and uh the rest of the guys had some good ones too but um Mm -hmm. obviously those i was just like man lady and white explorers are we the same person and uh (laughs) that's why podcasts are fun because you feel like you you get to hang out with these friends who uh, have similar interests and stuff so uh definitely go check that out that was Erie internationals episode 395 also Mm -hmm. fucking awesome congratulations almost to 400 almost and uh on the monster squad so there you go hell yeah
0: you had texted me that you were listening to it Mm -hmm. and i was like I had to double check who sent me the text <laughs> because I'm like, wait, Stephen doesn't listen really? to the podcast, but uh, I'm glad that you found that one. Mm-hmm. I meant to text you about it, ah. uh, that it was just because of the the topic, uh, but you were already listening to it, and I was in the middle of listening to it when you had texted me. Oh, I was like, that's amazing. And then I looked to the moon, and I was like, I'm just of the moon at the same time as me. It's
1: wild. But uh, yeah. Obviously, not the same one. That's impossible. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it was a great episode. Uh, Hideous Energy, uh, my all time favorite podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I miss hearing uh, both David and Austin mm. uh, speak weekly. But right. uh, I, they also guested on uh, our, uh, our, what would you call it? Like a uh, sister podcast, yeah. uh, pop culture podcast, uh, Mind Grenade this oh, past yeah, week. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. talked about. Um, That's awesome. Uh, fucking the killer. My brain is not working today. Oh, the killer. Just the like other day, yeah.
1: That new Michael Fassbender one. Yes. Yeah. I'd be so intrigued by that because I couldn't make it past like ten minutes of that fucker. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It was so boring to me. So that's, I'd be really intrigued.
0: That's one of the things they mentioned. I haven't seen it okay. yet, but yeah, yeah. I listened to that episode. But uh, all that to say, there it sounds like they're going to start up a new podcast at oh. some point in the future. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, Erie International. What a, a great episode. Oh it was yeah. Fascinating to me to hear that, Andy for the first time watched this movie in his like 40s. Mm. And uh yeah, it was just just crazy.
1: Just different how it is for different people, right? Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so interesting. And especially cuz a lot of those guys like the like the universal monsters, you know? I think David right. mentioned that a lot. He has like almost all of them tattooed or something. He's looking for like Dracula or something. So very mm. into those. And like like Austin said uh the monster squad was my first version of those monsters. They they are what I think of. So David oh, cool. would mention stuff like, well, the Gill Man looks different, and he's not called a creature from Black Lagoon or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, but uh, to me, I'm like, no, no, no. If it's different than this, then that's wrong. This is right. right, you right know? Yeah, this so is That was interesting. Version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How yeah. it shapes up for different people for different reasons. So Right. But uh, yeah, and Mind Grenade, that'd be a good one. Uh, I haven't listened to one of those in a while. It'd be mm-hmm. nice to hear uh, hear those guys talk about that movie just because I'd be like, did, did anybody like it? Right. <laughs> you know? I'm so. curious about
0: it. It's based on a bon dessinée, a French comic book series. Oh, and, I didn't know uh, that. It's very like meticulous and methodical. Mm-hmm. Evidently, I've I've uh, uh, read like part of one of the issues. was like, oh, this is good. I'm gonna have to really like sit down with it. Spoilers. I've never done that. But, <laughs> um, it's something that's on my list to do. But uh, yeah, I look forward to that. Right, right on. So uh, for me, I want to tell you about a TV show that uh, came out. I think it was at the end of last year, uh, yeah. yeah, October, no, 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 whatever, came out recently on sure. Showtime, it's called The Curse, and mm. uh, it stars Emma Stone, Nathan Fielder, and Benny Softy. I'm so curious. Do you know anything about this show? I, 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 Very little. Okay. Very I'm little. Not, I'm not going to spoil mm-hmm. anything, uh, it's produced by A24, yeah. and I don't know if they've made TV shows in the past or had involved. I don't think with so. It. I don't know. Yeah, weird. But uh, one, I like Emma Stone and Nathan Fielder. I don't know that I've necessarily seen anything by either of the Softy Brothers, mm. but Me I, was like, I, you know, I, I I like both of those uh, other two actors well enough. I'm, I'm willing to check this out. Oh, H24 is involved. Even more reason to do it. And then it kind of mm. caught on in the the zeitgeist.
1: Like, oh, have you seen the curse? It's right. wild. Yeah, that's what I hear. Like like a lot of Nathan Fielder stuff. Right, just and seems so- like totally off the wall.
0: I thought, oh, is it like shot like documentary style or like what is this? Mm. Uh, but no, they're they're both acting. It it involves actors and but it's okay. it's kind of like shot almost like a, a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're like each of them plays characters, uh, which I really don't see Nathan Fielder doing a lot outside of the uh, the night before where he's like Mm. the limo driver. (laughs) Right.
1: But in this My mom's name's Diana.
0: Okay, we'll call (laughs) you. But this is a a really wild show. Um, uh, It's... So it's like uh, Emma Stone, Nathan Fielder, Mm -hmm. are a husband and wife, and they're starting this like HGTV show, and Benny Softy plays the producer of that show. Okay. And uh, he's really trying to like make something out of it he wants to do uh he's supposed to be uh nathan fielder's friend in -hmm. real life like when they were growing up but he's kind of like uh twisting the knife a little bit to get more interesting things to happen after filming the show um they are um residents of this place in i think it's new mexico and they're trying to put up these like self-sustaining homes in this community, but it's not working out. And Emma Stone's parents uh, have something going on that's like affecting her standing mm-hmm. within the community at large. And yeah, it's just like a, that's the kind of story that's on the surface. It's like, oh, it's this couple that's trying to put together this TV show, and how like you know the producers trying to mess with them. Now mm-hmm. it's called the curse because there's a type of curse involved with it hmm. or is there
1: so <laughs> it does but, seem like a, a hard show to describe without, especially yeah. without spoiling exactly. something i guess yes. uh, uh even the trailers i barely watched anything and it, you just get that weird nathan fielder vibe that he's mm-hmm. just doing something that nobody else is doing right and it, it is very captivating but i haven't really I, I haven't really uh gotten into all his stuff yet so it's like yeah. i tangentially i'll see some stuff but mm-hmm. this one's definitely intriguing to me it's it's very good and it kept
0: my attention throughout the entire mm. time. Um, I was watching it like as it was partially released, like the first five episodes were out before I started watching it, mm-hmm. um, and then I would kind of like watch them in like two three episode chunks going forward. Um, but the the ending really like, huh? Well, mm. this really did a thing, didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't didn't see that one coming. How many episodes? ten it's a 10, ten episode okay. series yeah mm. uh, but it's it's uh, it's good. and most of the episodes are around an hour long i think the first one's maybe a little bit longer than that mm-hmm. just as a premiere but it uh, it goes in some some wild places right that are on, atypical man. for like stuff you would normally like watch on tv or whatever even though it's like on showtime and it's like premiere television mm, right uh it is just goes into some uh, still you're like whoa atypical um it, it travels down some a- atypical roadways i would right. say i'm really trying to tap dance around like some of this stuff uh, <laughs> but, um we, we talked about in the outtakes uh-huh. uh Barkhad abdi from captain oh, phillips yeah. he's in this
1: show as oh, well oh cool there you go yeah. we, were, we talked about how i mm-hmm. haven't seen him since then so that's yeah. awesome good he's going work this is your chance this is what he's been waiting for yeah exactly so uh, i am the curse now got it <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> i did on that note by the way Mm. with uh just gotta have it up here i did look up a24's other television stuff and uh they do have things they have uh they did they did netflix's beef that came out last year
0: yeah i talked about that right
1: uh and they do some like comedy stuff they're doing with jenny slate they did um uh john mulaney and the sack lunch bunch anthony Fire in the maternity ward so they do Mm. something like that they did uh euphoria season two um so they have some some stuff out there um (laughs) they did just season two of that's what it says it doesn't say season one so i don't know i don't know enough about euphoria
0: i i tried watching euphoria yeah and i'm like i don't think that (laughs) yeah like i wanted (laughs) to like i I could see that there's some like quality there right But i was just like uh this is for the youngins like i can't it's it's hard like i may i can tell this is not for me (laughs) yeah i may eventually like try to get to it because there are some like uh, actors in there that uh-huh. I, I think are pretty good, but it's just like, uh, guys, we, 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 I, I need some distance from this. You know, I can't, <laughs> I can't be thinking about these uh, young kids like getting into this type of behavior. And I know right. the the actors in the show are like legal adults and stuff, but like, I don't know, man.
1: Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't bother me so much usually. It seems that's something you bring up. uh with Like high school movies, but they're like mm-hmm. clearly like thirty years old, and I'm like, well, they're thirty years old, so I don't mind, you know. Mm-hmm. But. uh that show in particular just, sound, I don't know, just from what I've seen of it, it seems like not for me. Yeah. I don't need, I also don't want to watch teenagers doing all that or whatever. Yeah. It just seems like a, a harsh, dark, I don't know, mm-hmm. not, a, not a fun watch, a, yeah. uh, a gross watch, you know? Yeah. Like, and if I it, want to watch something gross, <laughs> I'll put on the hairy balls that I'm used to, you know? Right. Don't yeah. go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the hairy balls that you're used to. That's, exactly. That's yeah. the little lyrics that I heard growing up, and that's what I stick to, so...
0: And look, shout out to the auction that uh, put up Harry from the Harry and the <laughs> Hendersons costume balls. Like, dude, I, I'm glad they parted that out because yeah, that costume right. in and of itself was way too expensive, you know? But right. It had the, started
1: to peel back like the Ninja Turtles, you know, like right. the foam is like eaten away and stuff. Yeah. But those balls have retained their shape, which is nice. Oh, oh, my God. They were like fully intact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not they're even a little my...
0: bit matted. I really thought.
1: <laughs> I'd show them to you now, but they're above my bed. Right. Because I like to keep a good presence in there um, and have some presence for people, you know?
0: Exactly. In case, look, in case
1: they want to feel it. It's
0: 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can make a dream catcher whatever you want at this point.
1: You know? <laughs> Sasquatch Balls dreamcatcher. Right, yeah. S- for the makers of Teen Patch. <laughs> I mean, honestly, have you...
0: <laughs> I always forget that we made that. Uh...
1: <laughs> Sold out
0: exactly yeah. yeah we gotta go back to production <laughs> on that one like honestly have you had any bad dreams since you put those those hairy nuts Man, your bad
1: you know now that you now that you mentioned it no i have not i've had very great dreams so
0: and this is how you avoid the curse
1: <laughs> back to you so sasquatch balls play a big role in that as well absolutely that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. and what a good time um did you have any more to say about the curse it seems yeah. like you have to dance around it which is upsetting yeah i'm mean, not upsetting, it just sucks but look if
0: if it sounds like on its premise if it sounds something that might appeal to you or you want to watch something yeah. that's like a little bit uh off kilter and mm-hmm. gets real weird in that last <laughs> right? episode check it out like i like him a stone i like yeah North i and love Fielder, her. and uh yeah it's just I could not have predicted uh, how the show is going to end. So Fantastic, man. And I looked it up after the fact. Uh, again, no spoilers here, but mm-hmm. I looked it up after the fact to be like, is this a metaphor for something? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I think it's just weird, but you
1: know, maybe there's something there. I wonder, man. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I need to check out his stuff. Um, it almost borders on like too awkward for me. Well, yeah, when, I've, when really I've seen into stuff
0: like cringe comedy
1: yeah okay. it can be a little much and he's really good at it but mm-hmm. uh because you someone told me it might have been you uh there's like a an episode where he was like making like frozen yogurt flavors and he made like <laughs> a poop one it was either me or mitch yeah, mitch <laughs> yeah okay yeah those, yeah um and i watched that one and it's just very very strange uh mm-hmm. and he is so good at like keeping a straight face during mm-hmm. all of it like it's like almost like creepy like he's so good at it Uh, and i recognize the talent but it's just maybe a little too much for me so it's like i watched that clip or that episode and i was like Mm -hmm. i'm good for a year i'll come back (laughs) and finish this later yeah (laughs) so i wonder i i does seem intriguing to me i just it's not maybe my thing so we'll see i want to try the curse though because i love emma stone so
0: yes and uh, if you've ever seen any hg tv type of show you know there's got to be some like Shit going on behind the scenes, or whatever, yeah. it may not even be nefarious, but you could tell there's like a producer's hand in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and this is like their fucking whole hand. They're like fucking arming this fucking puss. You know, it's, it's it's
1: it's a fucking wild one. Going elbow deep. Mm-hmm. That sounds great, man. Uh, well, yeah. So on Showtime, right? Showtime, Paramount gotcha. Plus, Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, that's a got good the one.
0: like full subscription thing. It should be on. Yeah.
1: There well right on man did you want to go ahead and get to the main topic then hell yeah excellent well today as we mentioned earlier we are discussing jordan peele's 2022 film nope and i'm very looking forward uh to to talking about this with you um this is i guess his third film is that right uh yes man what a well, what a filmography like his third like film that he's directed right i didn't know uh i know he's Keanu, been a writer i was gonna say he did uh get out in 2017 uh us in 2019 and then nope uh in 2022 and he's yeah. had some like writer writing stuff like he uh was a I didn't realize he was a co-writer on Candyman. crazy oh yeah with nia Decosta. um mm. but yeah um so he's had such a great filmography. I mean, like we've talked about Get Out and us, I believe, in the podcast before. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, both amazing movies that we really like. Um, I, I will say on that note that I remember on the episode we talked about us that I thought I would watch it more than I did mm-hmm. Get Out. Just the, the way it was shot and the kind of creepiness of it. I just thought it would be more. And uh, that's not been the case at all. If anything, oh, I've wow. watched Get Out one more time than that. Uh, I don't watch them a whole lot. It's almost like they're uh, they're so good that yeah. I, like, try to treasure the experience and, like, really make mm-hmm. sure I can, like, watch it in one go or, or kind of settle in for it, so... Because uh, I just find his filmmaking style just to be so incredible, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really love that dude. Uh, obviously, we're, we're fans of... Uh, yeah, Key and Peele, their sketch show, uh, yeah. that you and I do not watch full episodes of. We watch clips.
0: Exactly. We are such fans, we have not watched <laughs> most of the series, but we have certain clips that we always gravitate toward, and that... Yeah. Look...
1: You and there's want, new ones. Sometimes they come out.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Like by the time we're like uh, our bones have turned to dust, we'll uh-huh. have watched maybe half the series. on YouTube. That's great. <laughs> the highest praise you could you could pay to to an artist of any sort. Oh yeah.
1: Well, hey. you want to stretch it out, you know?
0: Yeah. Look, I love your shit so much. I haven't seen most of it.
1: <laughs> That's good. I mean, this is true. There's a uh, there's a movie called Upstream Color. That is by this guy named uh, something Carruth, um, Shane Carruth. And he had done a movie years ago called Primer. It's like a time travel mm-hmm. movie from 2004. And it's really, really fucking low budget, like something like 30 grand or something. And okay. it's amazing. It's one of the best time travel movies ever made. Like The, the way the time travel mechanism works just mm-hmm. like makes sense. And uh, he made another movie in 2013 called Upstream Color. Uh, Color and I liked it primer so much that i've never watched upstream color because i'm like fearful i won't like it and if i don't watch it i can like it in my head without ever seeing it, which is the dumbest thing but uh i do this to myself sometimes there you go
0: look we all have our uh fits and foibles
1: yeah you know it is what it is so uh basically um very excited i keep saying that to talk about this uh i'm gonna go ahead through the cast list and stuff like that real quick yeah so, uh, obviously, written and directed by Jordan Peele and uh, produced by him. I thought that was interesting. That's how the title shows up. Um, for or His like title card shows up. It says, like, written, produced, and directed by Jordan Peele. And uh, he's got his Monkey Paw Productions.
0: Oh, man, and he has I a and logo, things. the logo. That little, like, oh, yeah. logo at the beginning. I think this is the first time that we've <laughs> yeah, seen I think it so. In, in the movie, right? And it's, like,
1: on a train, and then it goes yeah. up to, like, the hand, like, and doing the teacup.
0: It's, like... The tea claymation looking yeah like it yeah. does yeah i uh
1: okay. when i turned it on amanda didn't know much of this movie going into it i told her it's like a sci-fi thing mm-hmm. that's pretty much it she asked if it was like a thriller like his other movies and i said yeah um but it's a little slower burn than those and mm-hmm. uh it takes its time a little bit but um uh and then she asked about uh, god i just lost my train of thought where i was going with that book choo choo <laughs> that's what it was. It started off and that that started off and you went to the monkey paw and she was like, Oh my god, what's happening? And I was like, this is just the logo. And she was like, Oh, okay, I thought we were just getting to the movie. Like, there's just like a floating monkey paw you know, cut off there.
0: Oh man, that's great.
1: Plus, what a great hint from you. Choo choo got me right back in the game, hey, man. It worked. It was, it it worked. was perfect. Sometimes I just uh, I lose those threads and I, I just need a little guiding hand back there. So I appreciate that.
0: A monkey's paw to guide you back. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> so uh, this stars uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who was also in Get Out uh, as Otis O.J. Haywood Jr. Kiki Palmer as Emerald M. Haywood, his sister. Stephen Young as Jupe, who uh, runs Jupiter's Claim, which is uh, they're like in a a valley uh called agua dolce in the uh, in california it's like an hour and 10 minutes north of la i actually looked oh. it up just to see like what this area looks like mm-hmm. and uh and, and it's all real like it looks like there are ranches out there and stuff which is cool but mm-hmm. Stephen young runs this jupiter's claim it's like an old west looking park um kind of a tourist attraction thing and uh he used to be a child actor and that plays a part in the movie um uh, Michael Wincott as Antlers Holst, uh, a cinematographer that they bring in. Uh, that dude I only know from the uh, Kevin Costner uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He oh. plays the um, like the sheriff uh, of Nottingham, I guess. And uh, he's just like a really like uh, gross villain in that movie. He's really like mean. He's nasty, mm. and I've always like stuck with that. And then it was cool just to see him randomly. Like I like finding actors like. 30 fucking years later and be like, "Oh, this is I do two movies with you and them." That's just weird. Uh so I like seeing him show up. Uh mm-hmm. Brandon Perea as um the uh as Angel Torres, uh a tech salesman for Eyes Electronics that gets involved. And um there's a few other people in there too, but um, I think that's those most of the cast lists. It's it's pretty short. Uh we do have a sort of a cameo uh, of Keith David who is their father and uh who, who passes away at the very beginning of the film. I
0: forgot he was in this. Oh, yeah, like, me oh, too. Shit. You hear that voice and you're
1: like, oh, that my voice God. is instant. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I always love when he shows up and then he's briefly in it later. It's sort of a, I don't know, a like dream sequence. Uh, he's like giving advice to his son or something like that. Or uh, maybe it's in a flashback. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just good to see him uh, show up in there. He's um, like,
0: OJ, did you know I used to be a gargoyle? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Look, <laughs> yeah.
1: It <up. laughs> Look it up. Look it up. Um, I wanted to, to shout out the the two leads in this though, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer. Um, oh, yeah. When I announced, when I was telling Amanda about this, I was like, I don't remember the name of the sister, but she is the most fucking charming actress I've I seen in years. Yeah. She is just instantly on screen, like adorable. And uh, Amanda looked her up, and she was like, Oh my god, it's fucking Kiki Palmer. She's like a singer. And she's been in like a bunch of stuff like going back. There's a movie from 2006 called "Aquila and the Bee that I remember I was working at a video store that came out. She's oh. Aquila. She's been around since forever. Like as a kid actor, I had no idea. Um, and so she, now I'm really curious to see that.
0: Didn't she have a like Disney Channel or Nickelodeon TV show or something? Oh, like that? Maybe.
1: Yeah, she's in some television stuff. I'm not even sure. There's so many listed on here. Like, I feel like I just found her, but she's been around for a long time.
0: Oh, Medea's family reunion. That's what that's you're right. thinking. That's what yeah. <laughs> <of course. laughs>
1: I'm trying. Not a lot of these are like things I've watched. Like, uh, oh, I guess that's a voice. She's like an Ice Age. She's peaches. Um, oh, she was in Hustlers, the J Lo stripper movie that Amanda oh. and I love so fucking good. She's one of the one of the strippers. I still. So need I, to now watch, that. I watch. Oh yeah, that movie mm-hmm. is rad, dude. For real. Not even not even for the tits. It's uh it's just like fucking good drama um but yeah so i loved her not even (laughs) tag Yep. (laughs) but um yeah so she is uh fantastic in this i think um daniel kaluuya has a really quiet role in this one he he really plays it reserved and uh you can tell he's like amanda had mentioned his eyes are fucking crazy expressive um and some of these scenes he's not even saying words but you can Mm. just like see 12 emotions go across his face and it's just wild uh but then kiki palmer i think she just stole the show that she is by far my favorite part of this
0: movie i i think their contrast and personalities is what makes mm-hmm. the movie work so well because yeah he is very reserved his his eyes doing a lot of work like you said but also right. they're very wet they're like johnny cash levels <laughs> of wet, you know i never thought about johnny cash having wet eyes Oh, we talked about it. Like, uh, again, going back to year one of the podcast. Oh, I remember anything. Yeah, year one, year two. But, uh, man, he is so reserved. And, uh, you know, in Get Out, he he has that scene where he's, like, trapped in the chair. He's going to that sinking place. He's, like, starts to tear up and everything. Yeah, yeah. And even though he doesn't, like, cry or honestly he really doesn't emote much in this movie in
1: this one yeah
0: uh he there's just like so much acting going on it seems like he's very cerebral thinking about a lot of things even though he's very reserved right Uh, in the early scene of the movie where they're like on that that film shoot for a commercial or whatever Mm -hmm. he's just standing by the horse not even looking at anyone but um he's just doing a lot with very little yeah yeah. it's it's so cool to see and then yeah kiki palmer Whenever she walks in and he's, like, trying to do the spiel, <laughs> yeah. she, like, fucking kicks down the door. Just, like, a, a ball of charisma comes right. through there. Just, oh, my gosh. She's, it's such a fucking delight to watch both of them. And it, I remember seeing, and it might be in a GIF somewhere, but there's a scene in maybe the trailer or something that's not in the movie oh, okay. where they're both, like, uh, wearing, like, different clothes that maybe we don't see in the movie or whatever. But they're doing the, like the the hand slaps multiple times,
1: but oh, it's not yeah. like it's not, not the, the one part, in the
0: movie. Not the one in the movie. Ah, huh, interesting. Where they're like trying to uh, ramp each other up into like right, right. Uh, get excited. I love that so, part. But there's like one where they're like doing that five thing where they're like both smiling or something like that. Uh-huh. I feel like I've seen that before. Interesting. Could be
1: making it up. I don't know. Man, you know what? Uh, that's okay with me. I'm gonna go watch that go. trailer anyway. I like to go watch trailers after you see the movie and see mm-hmm. like what was hinted at or revealed. Yeah. Um. And don't worry, if it's not there, I'm going to put it in there in my mind. It's head okay, it's headcanon now. So It's head headcanon. Right. But if we, if we all we decide ask. to change it. Yeah. Right. If, if we all decide to change facts and history, then it's changed. That, we just have to decide together that that's what we want to do.
0: January 6th was a good day. <laughs> um, so should we uh, get into spoilers
1: with this? Absolutely. Just,
0: like, lay it open? Okay. Let's do it. Cool. Okay. Spoilers be here. Spoilers be here um so I, I I've seen this movie once before, okay. I rewatched it a second time to record this episode. Mm-hmm. i uh watched like an hour and change of this movie last night, finished the remaining hour of it this morning.
1: Gotcha. Okay. and
0: I feel like this is a movie that needs to be watched a second time, at least for me mm, because sure, the I first agree. time i I watched it i know w- <clears throat> it's Jordan peele right He's an incredible, accomplished filmmaker. And it's not just that the movies look great. It's not just that the the characters are compelling. The story is good. It's like there's a a metaphor kind of laid across both of his previous movies. Right. And so the first time I watched this movie, I was like what is it? What is this? Right. 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 I supposed to be getting from this. You know, I'm ready for Jordan. Just like, get, I'm wearing like <laughs> ready for goalie gear. I've got like a fucking baseball catcher's <laughs> mitt on one hand. You know, I was like, I'm ready for it. Papa. I pop. I was put me in coach. But like, as I watched the movie and, you know, finished it the first time, I was like, Oh, it was kind of like a very straightforward, like mm. alien movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, huh. And even though it didn't have that, uh, the metaphor I was picking up on it the first time, I was like, i was still good," you know. Like even mm-hmm. a right. a lesser Jordan Peele movie is better than a lot of other movies for sure. They're out there, you know. But I'm so glad we watched this for or, or doing an episode mm-hmm. on it and discussing it because I got to watch it a second time to refresh myself. And it was more enjoyable. Now that I know the lay of the land, mm-hmm. I could see where things kind of connected more throughout it. Yeah. And uh, I was a, a, able to appreciate it uh, properly this time, I would say. Uh, what, I, what are you totally thoughts agree. about
1: it? Yeah, I agree that um, the first time I watched it, I really liked it. It's I, I'm a big sci-fi fan. You can tell that his he has some like um, influences from like Close Encounters of the Third Kind and um, some other alien movies that I really like. And so... Mm-hmm. Uh I knew I would like it but it, it, when I watched it it was like it's good it's like the 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 worst of his movies but like you said it's like better than almost every other movie out there still mm-hmm. uh, just cuz his quality is so good but I agree too that it's like the second time watching it and I I watched it um kind of weird I I I started it earlier in the day and I was trying to get through like you know the first chunk of it and then mm-hmm. I was going to watch it later at night and uh introduce my wife to it and then She was like, well, I don't think I've seen this movie. So if it's a Jordan Peele movie, I want to watch the whole thing. So we just started it over. So I watched the first like 40 minutes twice in one day. And then we ended up starting it. I got off work late last night. So we ended up starting it like 11. And I think finishing it like at two, like just uh, from pausing it a few times Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, So I stayed up to finish it. My wife fell asleep. But uh, it was it was lovely to watch it all at night because it has so many night shots in it. Uh, And that's one of the things I love is that the cinematography of this movie is just beautiful, but it's like I needed that second viewing to even like really consider that I saw the movie is beautiful before. It seemed like I had a pretty straightforward story, but the second time, like it just revealed so much more. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, now I want a third and a fourth time uh, to see even more of it, if anything, just because it's, it's so beautiful to look at
0: yeah and watching it a second time you can see now that you know the end of the movie you can see how mm-hmm. some of those things reflect back to the beginning of it for sure and uh i've made notes on it as i was watching the movie of course and uh yeah i'm I'm very excited to talk to you about it now one thing i had hoped that i'd be able to figure out this go around that i still cannot <laughs> is the fucking upright shoe <laughs> at the beginning of the movie yeah and, and i think i remember hearing that it's just supposed to be something where it's like oh it's like uh uh, once in a lifetime thing right. that happens. Right.
1: And, uh, you know, uh, okay. But it's, it's, it's so huh. weird. Yeah. That it's like, if you don't give it an explanation, it's like we, we focus on it more. Cause that's a bit of a big talking point of this movie for sure.
0: Yeah. That's like one of the first things you see at the beginning right. of the movie. And then as it cuts back to that opening Gordy scene, mm-hmm. we see it again, but like in the background when we see it in Stephen uh, Yoon's office, mm-hmm in that little, like, secret room that right. people definitely jack off in. And flick off in. It's, it goes both ways. Um, we see that shoe is, like, framed, you know?
1: Uh, right, right. And it's, like, upright still. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, what is, what is this? It seems, I do feel like this one has a lot, uh, I don't know, this one's harder for me to, to get as well, like the, the metaphors in this movie or, or whatever, because um, I had to re- read a lot about it. I felt like I understood get out and us more but then you go online and you read more about it and you're like oh like i didn't see that i didn't see that you see it a second time you get more and uh they they all are more rewarding the more effort you put into understanding them which is lovely and uh i think this one's the same but i haven't put as much effort into learning those things and i need a little help and uh what i do remember from the first time i watched it was was that shoe like they basically said like that's they talk about later on like what's a, a a bad miracle Like what what do you call a bad miracle? Mm -hmm. And they're like, That's it? Like it's that shoe is like a bad miracle. Like this horror horrifying event happened, but in the middle of that chaos, this random fucking thing happened. It was just so strange. And uh so sometimes I'm just like, is that all it is? Like he just wanted to put the strange thing in here. And there's no more to it than that, you know. But uh there's definitely layers to this movie that I I definitely don't get. So
0: You've been hit by you've been (laughs) struck by a bad miracle. (laughs)
1: oh my god Um, yeah and the gordy scene it's oh fucking God. terrifying, man. Look, uh, uh, I ugh. want to give
0: a shout out to Terry Notary, who plays Gordy. He's like oh, a, yeah. a human man who who uh, pretends to be a monkey. He did that nice. in some of the Planet of the Apes uh, uh, okay. Fox movies <clears> throat> from throat> a, a few years back. And uh, I really enjoyed those movies. I need to rewatch them. Oh, right. That got was really good, too. We've got a new one coming out. And I listened to a podcast recently and I was like, who's asking for more Planet of the Apes movies? Me, bitch. <laughs> I want to see
1: this. <laughs> I like apes. I like... They uh, do look like good. The new one the new one i'm curious about or, or not as uh excited about because it uh it's like by a whole different group of creators behind yeah. like the camera so i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know if that quality will stay there but i do like what they rebooted that series to be it's it's uh there's it's amazing looking back at growing up watching the like 60s planet of the apes movies 60s and 70s and then now it's become like some of the best prestige drama we have right but, like that's just wild to me and uh i want to a way, way to do it but um i wanted to mention real quick too that uh the uh because i mentioned the cinematography of this movie mm-hmm. uh so beautiful they i watched the youtube clips about how they did the day for night scenes that's always been so yeah. fascinating for me mm-hmm. as a, a budding filmmaker and cinematographer and uh they did some really cool tricks here did you did you see how they did all that
0: uh, i watched the uh because i own this movie on itunes and oh, that perfect. was one of the uh the extras that was uh, mm-hmm. that i watched um like a year. I think I watched this in twenty twenty two, but it was like kinda late in the year right. after it already. Late came in the out. year. But uh yeah, I remember seeing something about it. And uh Ooh. as I was re-watching the movie this time, I was like watching those night scenes, I was like, I can't really even tell that much. Right. Like if you're looking for They're just for really it, maybe, well done. Yeah. If you're looking yeah. for it, maybe you could see things here and there. You know, same thing with the sky. I know they like yeah. recreated clouds and stuff digitally, mm-hmm. but they look great. It looks great. I mean, it's, like the it...
1: sunsets, everything looks so crisp. Mm-hmm. Um, the effects in this movie, I think, are really top notch. Right. And uh, some of the ship, quote unquote, uh, Jean Jacket stuff, what is just mm-hmm. flying around, um, is so creepy and cool looking. Like the way it it flows through the air and stuff is just like otherworldly, you know, right. and and cool. Uh, but this was shot by Hoyt van Hoytma, and oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you knew that guy. Uh, he's done a whole bunch of cool shit in the last few years. He is really big. Uh, he did Oppenheimer, Tenet, Dunkirk, he's uh, Interstellar, he's big Christopher Nolan uh, dude, um, uh, and a bunch of other stuff too, but he is uh, from Switzerland, and he's one of the best cinematographers working, and I watched the the little clips of this, and it was just cool, they, uh, for one, I don't remember, I didn't remember this movie was shot partially on IMAX cameras, I would love <laughs> to see it that way, but uh, yeah. it, but it was, which is crazy. There was a, uh,
0: do you have this on iTunes, or do you watch it no, on streaming? no, no.
1: I watched the streaming on okay. Peacock. Yeah. So
0: uh, on iTunes, they've got a gag reel that's part of it. And I always oh, okay. love a gag reel. And like, Hell you know, yeah. it's fucking Jordan Peele. It's got to be hilarious. It was kind of okay for the uh-uh. most part. Like, it's not, it's just like extra shit they threw in there. You right. Know? It's not always funny. It's just like kind of some bonus stuff. But there were uh, a couple of scenes where they were like walking one of the horses, like that black horse that has the, the four X's mm. right. on it, you know? Uh, where he was uh like either riding it down a uh the like a little like dirt path and mm-hmm. then uh the horse stopped moving because it had to take a shit. And oh right! You could tell the way it was framed. It was in IMAX, and uh, I think Jordan Peele off camera says, "Got to see it in IMAX." <laughs> and so you see these like giant nugs full and then uh, when they get to Literally. uh Jupe's uh little mm-hmm. like uh, ranch carnival like uh, theme right. park thing. Uh, and he hands off the horse to somebody. Uh, the horse just like stays locked right there and just like has a stream of fucking piss. It's like a water slide <laughs> amount of piss. And the camera just like uh turns and like focuses on it. It's pretty cool. Oh fun. my
1: god, slow zoom in. Yeah, full mm-hmm. IMAX cinema camera. Uh, I would, I, I do really like whenever they film things in IMAX and you have those pops, those moments where it gets bigger in the screen, like dark night rises or mm. a dark night, I guess. Um, those things I, I think are really great. So I would love to see this movie that way, but I, I don't remember even how I first watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still during COVID times. I don't know that I was, I don't think I went to theaters still at that time. So um, I imagine I just watched it at home, but uh, getting back real quick to the, the day for night stuff, I just wanted to mention, cause it was cool. They had this like this rig with two cameras, like a film camera and then a digital camera on the bottom, and they used a, a beam splitter, which is like a piece of glass at a 45 degree angle. And it's hmm. how they shoot like 3D films. They use those two cameras. They shoot, they shoot the same image because one's like reflecting, one's straight, shading straight through the glass. And with this one, though, the film camera was shooting like the, the, the film, uh, the color, hmm. the regular looking stuff of the daytime. And the other camera was just shooting infrared light. So it would hmm. just pick up. Uh, the same exact scene overlaid on top of that where they could get like a negative and do all this fancy work to kind of combine those together and then uh, digitally replace the sky and lower the colors and turn on a little blue and all of a sudden they have this like nighttime scene and it was just so innovative to use technology for something else like 3D stuff use it this way Uh, for me big film nerd whatever it was fascinating to see that work and how it showed up because it's it's some of the best day for night I think I've ever seen
0: That's so interesting because I believe Martin Scorsese used the same technology for his uh, CGI-intensive superhero blockbuster *Irish Man* to de-age Robert Uh, De Niro and Joe Pesci and everyone. But it's uh, you know they still wobble around like old old men. I know (laughs) it's
1: so uncanny. It's like it's not a good look. Yeah,
0: I don't like it.
1: But they they Uh, mentioned that
0: in uh, as well as using uh, infrared. that's image fascinating to to uh to do that so but, but that's just, cool this is like a, a better approach to that i think
1: right right i love the idea of uh ex, you know pushing the limits of of technology for, mm-hmm. for filmmaking and uh, that one just seems so innovative but also very simple and uh and it makes me want to try something like that myself like i'm like you could put like two iphones together and like I bet there's like a thermal energy thing like you could make that work yeah you know but uh and then so you have all this like crazy cool technology making this movie now but uh, I also love that they harken back to the very first assembly of photographs used to create a motion picture. Yeah. Uh, it's called Plate 626 by Edward Moybridge. May- uh, uh Morbridge's animal locomotion I guess is what it's originally called and uh I thought that was just a really fucking cool detail um mm-hmm. I didn't know that I the train one is what I've always heard uh like people first saw like the uh, the train coming towards them yeah uh it was like the first thing like they saw projected that scared the shit out of everybody I always yeah. thought that was I guess the first thing the very but, first
0: uh, horror film yes we all agree, right, right right
1: I think that was but like the first so thing that
0: was released in cinemas maybe mm, and this yeah, is just maybe. like a collection of images that they would have and put on one of those like um those little little, like image carousel things that you like kind of look through yeah Uh, so Uh, i I think
1: that's what that zoetrope supposed to be zoetrope yeah 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 um oh yeah it says uh wow what is this thing he calls it's called a zoopraxiscope i was gonna Um, say i almost said (laughs) (laughs) that's weird it's like it looks like a record and it has like on this one it has like a horse kind of around the edges of it um and then when you play that, I guess, going through the projector, that's just fascinating too. Just mm-hmm. the, there's a, like we said, there's a lot to his movies and uh, there's so much detail if you care to look at it. And uh, that one is obviously in your face. They talk about it and everything. But uh, I just thought it was so cool to kind of bridge that beginning of um, cinematography and filmmaking, mm-hmm. you know, all the way through today. So, yeah. And, and uh, cool. especially
0: with what they mentioned about that uh, series of images in the movie, which is mm-hmm. like, this is the very first version of Um, images in sequence to make a motion picture. Right. And I've seen that before in like different zoetropes in the uh, Tulsa Zoo. They have something like that where it's the horse. You kind of like, it's almost like looking through a merry-go-round with these like plates in front of it. And uh, you look through this hole, you could see the moving images of this uh, horse galloping with the rider on it. But Mm -hmm. it was just like fully black in color. So I don't know that uh, I ever saw these images as, like, the actual images before, mm. um, it's possible. But, you know, I never really, really thought about it. Right. And it never really, like, dawned on me that the jockey on the horse is black. And they yeah, mentioned yeah. that in the movie. So the first Very time cool. I'm watching this movie is like, okay, so we're back in, like, race stuff. Okay, Jordan, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. What are we saying here? But I think it's just a, a comment that, you know, black people were there in right. uh, cinema or, like, filmed events like going back to the very beginning but we don't like we know the name of the horse but we don't know the name of right. the jockey that's a mystery and that's you know uh not good i'll just say it it's not good
1: no i think that's fine right uh as a as a country we're we're probably fine we don't see color there's no race problems here at all right so that's Guys, probably again,
0: fine january 6th yeah it's like we're just intense fans to show up to the Capitol sometimes.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm so stuck on that now.
0: <laughs> no, look, uh, I, I think it's important. So I I was trying to keep an eye on that. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I tried to... Uh, one of the, the bonus features on the iTunes version of this, uh, it may be on, like, uh, Google... Right. Whatever. whatever uh, Google's like, YouTube? Google's uh, YouTube. Like... <laughs> It may not be <laughs> iTunes exclusives if, if, if right. I'm trying to get it across. Oh, boy. Words. Take, take your time. It's all mm-hmm. right. So, <laughs> uh, but they have a special feature on the the horse and the jockey and everything. No. And in that behind-the-scenes thing, uh, somebody mentions that we still don't know who that jockey is. So the, oh, okay. the Haywood name is right. fictionalized for this movie. But I love that they did that, and that was his approach. And there's right. this family lineage story. Of the the jockey and their uh them being horse people at right. later in the movie, uh the uh antlers. I love his, that his name is fucking Antlers dude You know? It's a Canadian <laughs> yeah. actor. It's like, yeah, fucking call Antlers, <laughs> dude. Why not? Um But he says, Okay, we just uh just release the horse and we'll summon that that uh you know, the the jean jacket, you know, uh-huh. to come down. And then uh Angel is like, nah, can't do that, they're horse people. And it's just like, Okay, so that's a a, a non starter from the beginning. It's just like mm. that's Part of their business, uh, there. That's that's going back to the very dawn of, right, of right. Uh, moving images.
1: And they even talk about like she's so upset. M is whenever uh, she finds out o- OJ has been selling the horses. Yeah, and it's been like six months. He sold ten of them. I was like, fuck, that's a lot of horses to mm-hmm. sell at a short amount of time. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's it's just cool to see uh, the lineage of that um, play out in this movie because another theme of this as well that i had to kind of discover online i had to read about to, to kind of get it to click mm-hmm. was uh it's like okay you have you have jupe who has this experience with gordy this horrific event mm-hmm. from his childhood where this this chimp went nuts and like you know ate people's faces and beat them to shit and all that stuff yeah. and then uh he grows up and it's weird i love those moments when he's like telling the story and he's tell, he's talking about like chris katan on snl doing it right. which is also a cool detail that didn't happen but mm-hmm. it totally sounds legit and. Uh, he's telling that story and then it flashes to the real moments when he's like covered in like blood splatters as a child watching this happen. Right. And you can tell like he's actually got a lot of trauma from it uh but seemingly he's worked through it and uh and then he goes through and he has this new thing and he's like feeding horses to this creature in the sky and he's gonna make like a spectacle out of it and I'd never, i never i was like i don't understand like what this is supposed to say i don't know i no. don't get it and then on the opposite side you have oj who's uh, a really respectable you know horse trainer and respects his horses and uh and i was like okay he, he talks about later like you just have to enter in a relationship with that you can't look at it you just got to understand its rules and I was like, I don't understand what this is saying. Mm-hmm. And online, people would be like, oh, well, it's about, like, it's us as humans, like, not understanding. Like, having hubris and not understanding that, like, animals are wild. Right. And you can't just train them. And you have to, like, take precautions and, like, enter a partnership. And that that Jupe didn't. He, he had this experience, but still... Went out of his way to create a spectacle again, and just you know, forget that this is a wild animal, and uh, right. so that's interesting. But I still don't quite understand all of it. I feel like, uh, I, but I get it a little I, bit.
0: Yeah, I feel like I picked up on that more this go round. Where, mm-hmm. um, I, as the the movie credits were rolling, I, I pulled up Wikipedia real quick, and it said that one of the themes of the the movie is uh, our humanity's obsession with spectacle and mm-hmm. all of that. You know, and I I get that with like oh you see some giant fucking uh ufo you know mm-hmm. or uap in the sky right we, I know. We,
1: <laughs>
0: sounds like a venereal disease right <laughs> like, oh, I got, oh man i've got uap oh, it's about oh. yeah a lot yeah, yeah. It's, very, it's like a fucking uh racehorse amount of piss that comes out of oh there just, you go
1: right honestly, it
0: uh hit me so hard it blew my dick right off um <laughs>
1: still can't
0: find it yeah you can't find it it was <laughs> basically it's sandblasting my dick into the ether and um i'm just saying you're probably breathing in particles right now anyway oh so wow we had to go there steven yeah, the so you know uh, the the whole idea of of uh you know you don't look at the horse otherwise it like freaks out you know we had right. the mirror ball turn and it it, it kicked something <laughs> Then same thing with Jean Jacket. If you don't look at Jean Jacket, it's not going to see you as a threat necessarily. It may still like try to suck you up or whatever. But that's that's one way to avoid that mm-hmm. confrontation anyway. So I get the like spectacle part of it, especially right. with like showbiz being part of the whole thing and mm-hmm. the the issue with uh fucking Gordy going ape. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. Um, I, I get it, but to me one of the the main things i picked up from it especially with gene jacket being the the like an alien organism is our relationship with trying to um with with other species and trying to tame these wild beasts mm. that really can like fuck us up pretty easily but we don't necessarily we're not necessarily in that headspace all the mm-hmm. time. You know, Gordy was an ape on this TV set it Had handlers It had trainers. But, you know, the, one of those fucking balloons popped. Yep. And it went fucking hog wild on this mm-hmm. group of actors. And it, it, we forget sometimes. You see, right. you dress an animal in human clothing, <laughs> put a party hat on it. And it's just like, oh, it's just like a, a little fun little like co-star. But you forget, it's fucking wild, and it's strong as fuck. It will rip your face off. It'll do, like, magic shit to a shoe for some reason.
1: (laughs) Right. I would have loved if they, like, cut to him, and he's, like, spitting on his finger. He's like a Harlem Globetrotter.
0: (laughs) It's that, like, whistling song in there and shit, you know?
1: Um, So
0: we see that. We see, uh, yeah, like, uh, the legacy of horse training, which is essentially taming these these wild horses who are just giant fucking fur-covered muscles running around. Right, right. And then we've got Jean Jacket and, you know, Jupe is trying to harness it and train it and be able to control it. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's based on its uh, Jupe's trauma from earlier in life. He, mm-hmm. he, he didn't have the, I guess, the chance or the opportunity to get mm-hmm. ripped apart by Gordy back <laughs> in the day, but it stuck with him in a way where it's it caused some type of trauma to where he's like, has some obsession with trying to, Tame this mm-hmm. outer space creature, but it, it does not go the way he anticipates, and you know his whole amusement park of people You're gets right. gets got by this thing because I love he the horse
1: does it to him. The horse is like, yeah. "Fuck you! I'm staying in this box. Bye bye." Stay right fucking here. Yeah, smart.
0: But uh yeah, that, that's what I got. Is our uh, interaction with mm-hmm. other life forms and our hubris with it sometimes right. of like you know just taking things for granted and not really realizing how low we can be on the food chain right you know
1: yeah um you, I, you made me think too uh it's so funny the the way they show those in subtle ways throughout the movie because on the film set earlier when they have the horse and the sand on the green screen and all that stuff that uh assistant keeps coming up and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, she's ready. Can you tell the horse to be ready?" And he's like, "What the fuck? Are you talk? Tell the yeah. horse to be ready. how yeah. this works. Yeah. Like they're they're all just like in their own land, in their own worlds, you know, just doing mm-hmm. their thing, and like not even realizing that these are like dangerous animals. And it, and then it fucking rears up and kicks that sandbag. Yeah. Uh. And everybody's like, that would have like fucking that would have that would have made someone's day bad. That would have hurt. Yeah. Hurt a little bit. I think. I think so. I think that's a fair assessment. So, yeah. But it's yeah, it's an interesting uh concept throughout the movie, um, of how they play with those things. And again, I, I feel like I, I understand it now a little bit, but I don't quite uh get it. It's like I feel like there's more layers there too. Um, I will say one thing that I I definitely did not understand or even notice until I read it online that's helped me like appreciate some more in the movie is um I guess a little bit of foreshadowing or or some sort of uh connection point in two different parts of the movie is um what ends up happening with OJ is he realizes he can't he's not supposed to look at it. If you if you look at it, it's like threatened, it'll come eat mm-hmm. you. And if you don't, it'll stay at bay. And uh when it flashes back to jupe under the table and Gordy is attacking everybody, Gordy walks over to give a fist bump. Yeah. And there's like just like three or four inches of the tablecloth hanging over the table, and that's how they're looking at each other. Right. You oh, see yeah. through that. Good point. So someone online was like It starts with Jupe not looking the creature in the eye. That's why he didn't get attacked because they had a veil between them. The chimp didn't feel threatened by him. Mm -hmm. And then later on, like not looking at the creature is like part of the the goal for what OJ comes about. So I'm not sure if those connections are like meant to be there, but it totally makes sense to me now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, it's not something I noticed, but uh, I like it. It it makes sense. So
0: that was such a tense scene. The first time I watched it, because I was like, how is this going to go? Because I know that, i think at that point we know that steven yun is fine he's, mm-hmm. he's not like ripped apart at that point right but even still you're like watching this you're in the oh. moment you see this fist bump coming and it's like oh a, god yeah that monkey <laughs> monkey the ape has the fucking bloody nooks you know going mm. in for a fist bump because that's what it's been trained to do right and yeah i i love that observation i did not piece that together about right, looking right. through that that tablecloth so yeah that's wow i fucking love that and then it's you cool know, right you know poor gordy gets fucking yacked off off <laughs> so, screen man
1: again i love those juxtapositions whenever uh it's steven young is is talking about the story in such a funny way yeah. and he's like he has all this memorabilia and then it flashes back and it's obviously so traumatic uh because he shows that picture of them and he's like oh my god yeah that's the first exploding fist bomb, yeah And then you flash back, and you're like, he fist bumped this thing, and his fucking head exploded. (laughs) You know, like it's like this was a traumatic thing, but now he's turned it into maybe maybe it's one of those things like he's trying to turn his trauma into something he's at least okay with, but maybe even quote unquote likes. Yeah, Uh, I don't know what uh, human psychology and traumas you know trauma responses are so fascinating. Yeah, but uh, his is so interesting the way they film it and the way they they edit that together. I love.
0: It seems like his whole persona is wrapped around this childhood event that right. happened to or i guess yeah i would say to him and definitely around him but mm-hmm. it's something that people may have heard of but they may not necessarily know that's him but mm-hmm. he's still living in that and that's why he surrounds himself with that memorabilia because that's like the the thing that people kind of know him for yeah you know which is yeah and they going have that other going back mm-hmm. to the spectacle of it all like his association with that event is like oh yeah more morbid when you think about it than what's on the surface maybe right like he seems functioning but in, yeah, like in right? his head it, he's just he's got gotta some, be like, fucked up <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> like he seems to have a good he's got a good life he seems to be mm-hmm. doing well for himself he's got a wife and a couple kids a few kids uh but deep down he's got to be a fucking herdy like crazy you know and uh yeah. well not anymore deep deep down he's in he's in some uh, alien creatures gullet but um mm-hmm. that's a that's a different part of the story so um, i mean like I, look I- in a
0: way jupe defeated jean jacket you
2: could say that
1: because i did the blow up jupe mm-hmm. at the end wow mm-hmm. so his actual jupe his his own person mm-hmm. uh that didn't get stuck in there but uh, I think this is also goes to show humans putting plastic in the air, hurting creatures. Yeah. There you go. Oh, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, it's the poof. streamers that get caught in it. <laughs> Juke goes poof. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about Jean Jacket, the, the design. Oh, my god! Uh, the idea of Jean Jacket. Um, yeah, I think it is so cool. You don't going into this movie. And that's again, I want to see the trailer because I remember it not really showing a whole lot. And, uh, I don't remember seeing anything of the design. I knew it was like an alien movie, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't know how it all play out. And it's so different than anything else out there. I feel, but I, I love that classic saucer shape. Mm-hmm. And when you first see it flying through the clouds and stuff, it's so cool looking. And like, they, it's like jaws. They, they just like show it for like a quick second and then they go away. And like, Oh yeah, I like that, that tease. And then as you see it more and more, it just is so cool. And then like, I don't know, like I didn't expect its final form at all. No. No, uh, right, that, that shocked the fuck out of me but mm. uh, I even liked the the flying saucer and then you have that moment where he goes to the barn and those little alien creatures come out Amanda was freaked the fuck out man she was like nope uh uh-uh, uh uh I was yeah, like yeah like no, he says, no yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he does too. Uh-huh. And uh and I was laughing inside because I knew in a few seconds he was gonna punch one of those kids in the fucking face. Yes, I know. And it was so funny. And that again is like he throws you off of what you think this is gonna be, but it plays off very tense. Like that scene is is creepy.
0: Right. Because at that point in the movie we don't realize that the quote unquote spaceship is an actual like organism in and of itself. So right. it, we think it's maybe a vessel that's carrying aliens. And mm-hmm. then when he reaches reaches back and fucking kid punches that <laughs> motherfucker. They fall. Oh my God. So, so funny. funny. And we're like, oh, okay. So they're not aliens, but are there aliens? And it's like, yeah, the ship is the
1: alien, right? It mm. changes like what you imagine from any movie I've ever seen. Right. Like I've yeah. never, I don't remember anything like this where, especially that you think it's a ship and it turned out to be a creature. But, uh, even that it would be a creature of any size. Usually when we see any creatures, they are humanoid of some sort. Uh, I will counter that argument mm. by saying
0: transform
1: us. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. man, you fucking nailed it there. Yeah. This is a Transformers movie. It's a fucking Transformer movie, bro. What if at the end of this, Jean Jacket was like, <laughs> "OJ, the Autobots need your help."
0: <laughs> I love it. Honestly, he shows up in whatever the uh, the next Transformers
1: movie is. Oh my god, he would elevate it. I think. I think clear. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would really, really help. Um, but I do. So I love that saucer shape, and then I love how it changes and whenever it becomes, it just keeps unfolding. And and the whole time you've seen, you've heard this scream. Like that was so creepy too. I love the, the mystery of this movie. I remember kind of, it's almost frustrating at first when you watch it. Cause you really have no idea. Like the dad dies by a nickel in the eye. And then the horse has a key in yeah. the butt. And you're like, what the fuck happened? And then you keep hearing these screams, but it's, it's almost like, is it like, it's just sound design in a movie. So mm-hmm. is it screens? What is it? And then you see like people inside these weird, blanket folds and you're just like so confused and amanda kept asking me she's like i don't understand i was like just wait like just wait it explains it all Mm -hmm. you just got to get through it and uh, and i think she'll like it once she gets that reveal and everything but uh once you find out its final form and you do get to see it sucking up people and then that they were being like digested it becomes terrifying and that's like when you replay it a second time and you go back and you're like oh my god like this whole whole time yeah. this was happening you know I oh. think the
0: the first time I watched the movie I was a little bit disappointed with the like the ship and like what it turned into and like I don't know mm. like it it for whatever reason it it uh didn't sit like perfectly with me sure. you know but it's still like it's still a good fucking movie so I was like ah, I don't know what what my reservation is on right. this but watching it a second time knowing that's what it does I was like all in on it so it really, I totally agree Oh yeah. that's great
1: I totally agree I was yeah like man I this really works for me the second go round, right? And uh, like it's so different than anything else. You gotta you gotta know it coming almost to be like to appreciate it. Yes, but you don't yeah. want to
0: spoil it for people. You oh, know? totally. So, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you didn't like the movie the first time, but trust me, you gotta watch it <laughs> seven <laughs> more times.
2: That's what right. dude.
0: <laughs> um But you had mentioned that it's like Jaws and that it's it's mostly mm. hidden uh, throughout the early part of the movie. And yeah, as I was watching this uh you know the second go round, that was one of the notes i made it's like it's like sky jaws it's great <laughs> you know and uh that scene where it's just hover it's at night mm-hmm. and uh it's hovering over their house and it just starts oh like, god much like one of my favorite slayer songs starts raining blood <laughs> it's in fucking wild and then you see like all of the extra stuff that falls out like anything that's not organic oh yeah. it starts raining down and uh it was fucking cool. and Like even that like oh, fake, so fake horse that like punches through his windshield yeah. is pretty wild. And I love that scene earlier in the movie where uh, Kiki Palmer disappears for a little bit. She comes back. She's okay. got this like fake
2: horse <laughs> with the,
0: the, the uh, fucking flags on it and shit. Right. And then uh, fucking Jupe shows up. And he's like, hey. And before he can even like ask where, it's, uh, where it came from, he's like, oh, yeah, where'd you get yours? Like That's she just, so like cuts good. him off at the pass. It's right. so fucking funny.
1: I let, he drives up, she's like, hey, that's good, but you go over there. Yeah. You stay right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she just controlled the scene. It was so good. I know, she's know? amazing. Um, I know. Uh, but yeah, like Jean Jacket, like kind of knowing everything now, um, mm. I, when it unfurls, I'm like, yeah, man, it really looks like a fucking jellyfish fucked mm. a mushroom and, was like, <laughs> and now you're an alien. And then uh, I watched the special features on this today uh-huh. as well. And they they studied a lot of uh, real life um, species like uh, it's uh, ship form is close mm-hmm. to a sand dollar. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, they, they yeah just, I can totally see that. Yeah. And uh, uh, they studied jellyfish. They studied in mm-hmm. um, its tr- uh, true form where it has a little like square eye that's based yeah. on like an octopus's eye, which is also square. So, oh, weird. Yeah. They, they really pulled from nature. Yeah, from what we know of nature to add to that and then they like zhushed it up a bit and made it more like alien and whatnot right um when its eye like unfurls and then mm-hmm. it kind of like keeps like doing that yeah, yeah it's just ooh. like oh man like the sound of the right like, silk ribbons or whatever like uh-huh.
1: each time i
0: was like oh i don't like this, this
1: <laughs> the sound design of this movie though was killer like Uh, Those screams in the the air, like everything about it, like it really sells the effect. Yeah. Whether it's good or, you know, bad for you, (laughs) uh, you know, it could be pretty gross, whatever. But uh, yeah, that 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 final form and that eye looking thing, like all of it is just so inventive. Mm -hmm. And I agree, like the first time I watched it, I I don't know, was so taken aback that I didn't know what to make of it. I thought it looked cool that the effects were good, but I was like, this is weird. Um, But I I, second time it, it totally works for me and uh and i also love um the i was gonna say like the the ending of the movie when when she finally gets the shot i love that they're chasing the shot and it keeps you know Mm -hmm. keeps like shutting down their cameras and stuff they don't even try to use cell phones like ever uh, to get a picture of it which i think is kind of funny but i kind of like because it, it creates this like drama this tension i guess
0: well oj's cell phone is like an old flip phone oh, I don't even yeah. know if that, that camera works properly right right But he does o-
1: use it for the alien kids right. for a second yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly
0: yeah. but right. then also the alien uh jean jacket emits a like an ep field right so you you know it kind of renders that availability useless for the most part yeah um, and that, yeah. that
1: works for storytelling mm-hmm. like it i buy into it you know that uh they live in a modern-ish world i I do wonder like with the flip phone if that's just old or if it's supposed to be like a different year but um either way like i I like that they bring this cinematographer in and he has this like hand crank camera that thing Mm -hmm. was fucking cool uh i would love to to know if that actually works um and then uh like the using the the well camera which is a weird camera anyway Mm uh for like a theme park but using that to get it uh i don't know it's just so cool like it watching it uh and a man had fallen asleep i was watching it by myself and i was just so i bought into the whole ending of it and i was yeah, so into it and her like racing over there and oh like cranking god. that thing and keeps missing it like the tension just ratchets up yeah while she's ratcheting and then she yeah. fucking pops that picture and you get the oprah shot fuck yeah. man it was so it was so like fulfilling this oh my time. god
0: when she's on that electric motorcycle she gets to yeah. the well she does the fucking akira slide yes.
1: to it yes holy <laughs> shit i saw a i didn't even notice that i mean i noticed the slide but it was cool but i've never seen akira so i didn't -hmm. really connect it i've seen i know it's a it's iconic but i didn't connect it i saw a clip today of an interviewer asking jordan peele he was like you got the you put the akira thing and jordan peele looked like a fucking child he got so giddy and he's like i got to do it i got to put it in there that's awesome i loved seeing him be excited about it you know right yeah
2: oh you got the reference
1: He's and, like, yeah he's like
0: leonardo dicaprio pointing at the tv <laughs> yeah, and, you know, me. Um, yeah so for sure going back to the ep field of it whenever that ep field happens and there's like music playing it kind of like slows down to, oh yeah yeah to, it like ramps down the audio which makes sense for um whenever uh uh, emerald is playing the record you know that's just right. how records slow down but then later when angel is in his van and the the van starts you know the electricity um goes out in the van mm-hmm. he's listening to music but it also ramps down and i'm like unless he's listening, that? unless he's listening to like a record player in his van uh-huh <laughs> i would the love Blight. that white track but you know you just got to go along with it
1: you know i get like, i mean i totally get it for the record player but I, I still buy that the whole electricity is kind of dying slowly so it just kind of it's not about the, it, it the wouldn't record itself
0: it wouldn't alter the speed or the pitch of the audio oh i get what you're what saying right at.
1: yeah so they kind but of then, keep like, that structure from the record and then apply it okay
0: right and then when oj comes across that van like in the morning after you know it, it rained blood on the house and everything um, he gets to he drives up next to the van and is playing like whatever that 80s song is but it's slowed down and pitched down and I'm like why <laughs> is it like this i get that it's more what is it ominous, trap but... music <laughs> is it like trap uh, uh, like chopped and screwed like <laughs> yes yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's all it is, man. That's, Maybe they're yeah, in okay. Houston. But so. wait,
0: hold on. Are, wait, are we mm-hmm. deposit the Jean Jacket <laughs> with
1: a Chopped and Screwed
0: DJ? Wait, this changes everything.
1: Gotta, it does DJ Jean Jacket. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I look, I,
0: I think Chopped and Screwed, like that, that uh, remix culture uh. Uh, came from. Uh, I want to say it like started in texas like houston oh
1: it was houston right? yeah. yeah i found out about it when i moved here yeah i'd never heard it before oh really and they were like oh no we were like famous for it and i was like what and they played it and i was like what the fuck are you guys talking this is <laughs> this is dumb as shit it's so
0: weird and now everything is sped up for the tiktok generation it's uh, like guys pick bitches. a side we're at right. war but not about january 6th it was a good
1: time <laughs> there was a song though um that Amanda noticed, uh, uh, one of the songs she plays on the record player, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know what it is. Uh, oh, this is The Lost Generation, maybe? Oh.
2: Uh,
1: that, by The Lost Generation. It's, it's like a funk song from like the 70s, it sounds like, or 60s. But uh, Amanda was like, uh, oh, this is like Doja Cat or something. I think it was Doja <laughs> Cat. And it's been sampled in a song, oh, and I'm it sure. just, the first like 10 seconds of the song don't even sound like a sa- like It's just the song. Mm-hmm. So she knew it instantly. She was like, oh, I like this song. And, mm. and it didn't kick in. Uh, So that was fun. that There's like a remake out there, but they used like the original one, which I've never heard that song. It was good. But um, oh, no, it's Walk on By, which is uh, made famous by Dionne Warwick. Um, So it's that song and it's sampled uh, in like a a Doja Cat, I guess. But um, yeah, so I don't know if that's how Jordan Peele also, like why he kind of put it in there Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, if they
0: just like that old song or whatever, too. Interesting. I wonder if Doja Cat was... Watching this movie, she saw this alien paint the house red. She's like, I wonder what would happen if you painted the town red. Hmm. <laughs> makes a yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure
1: that's where it began. That makes sense. I just want to see one of these songs remixed into Butt Slut. But, you know Butt Slut. Butt Slut. Yeah. Chop and screw that, you know? <laughs> well, I
0: mean, <laughs> you definitely screw it, I suppose. Um, yeah. I love that uh, Antlers purposely gets abducted for the impossible oh, shot. Oh, yeah, that know? was fun. Did, did, was that camera ever recovered? Like,
1: that's I, so, that's the other thing. I, I assume not. Okay. Cause it does, it would drop. It's, it's, you know, he wouldn't eat it, he wouldn't digest it. But mm-hmm. um, even if it did, it's like film care. I, it, I think thing would like bust to shit, I imagine. Yeah. So I, it seems to be at the end of the day, they really only have that one picture. Right. Uh, And I guess I I also, too, I thought the first time it's like that was going to be the only proof. But the creature like explodes, but it's stuff like rains down. I can't tell if it's like the plastic uh, big boy it ate, or if it was, uh, you know, it. uh, it, it, But it seems like obviously it's in its full form. They get a picture of that. That's cool. But I imagine they they do know like aliens exist now. Right. For sure.
0: And then uh, they've got some of the, the 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 bigger crank camera footage that antlers got oh yeah uh, from before that yeah so they, they've yeah. got like uh bits and pieces of everything and they know the whole story of it right um but i'm glad that they had that because i feel like that echoes back to the black jockey at the beginning of the movie where nobody mm. knew that jockey's name uh you know he's associated with this horse these uh-huh. people are also uh you know uh family members you know mm-hmm. way down the uh the family tree but they're still working with horses and People will know their name now because of all of this evidence of alien life that they've right. gathered um, in the, yeah, real, in the real world where during COVID times, it was revealed that like, look, we've got we've got this footage of UFOs and we were all oh, collectively yeah. like, nope, we can't, we can't do this <laughs> right now. It's a perfect time to release it, man. Yeah, we, we honestly, we don't, we don't care. We can't even at this moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I remember seeing that. Like, they talk about it. I like that, too, in this movie. They talk about how they rename them to UAPs and how they, uh, like, the Navy had released this footage, and they were like, yeah, it's really fuzzy, though. You can't really see and It is pretty crazy-looking that they actually released this, like, that there are these, like, objects out there mm-hmm. that move at weird angles and speeds, and they don't make sense and stuff, but they are, everything's still so blurry mm-hmm. uh, or fast, like, it just moves fa- so fast past the, the pilot or whatever that uh, it always it still felt like, well, I don't know, you know, but it was the government being like, "Yeah, there. These are unidentified flying objects. We don't know what the fuck they are. Yeah, here's some footage of it with our pilots fucking freaking out."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the world was just like, "Okay, like no, <laughs> we I can't." I still
0: yeah. have never seen it. I'm just like, uh, I'll, "I'll get to it." You know? <laughs> they'll, they'll make a movie about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, after the 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 scene where uh, you know it paints the the house red with blood, uh, mm. they go with Angel into into the city. They stay with him, and there's a scene where they're in his apartment. He and, and, and M, they both have these, uh, <laughs> these VR headsets on, and then like fucking OJ is sitting in between them, just like just trying to like decompress. Like nobody's saying anything. They're just like in this VR right. world. Like two of the three of them are, and he's just like sitting there, just like I am living through this right now. Right, like. The other two are just just be actively real. trying to stay away from it. You know, right. um, she's changed into, I guess some of his clothes or maybe she had. Some oh, she yeah. with her. But I no wonder, yeah, that Jesus lizard shirt. Holy shit. I fucking love it. Oh, with that. Oh yeah. Like, wolf with the hard <laughs> eyes on the front. Uh, it's incredible. Got to get me. That's one That's awesome.
1: Those. Yeah. I liked angel in this movie. He was a fun role. Uh, when he first shows up, Amanda was like, man, this guy's like weird and rude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he becomes like a character in it. Yeah. And she was like, oh, like you totally don't expect it. And then uh, the next scene, he shows up at their ranch and fucking screams right away and Mm -hmm. is like telling his life story you know but um he ends up being like he he also is like a good actor Mm -hmm. and um i end up liking his character like there's not like i said there's not many people in this movie uh really front and center but um he's like a good addition it's like a weird i would never have thought that was necessary but it makes sense for how the story goes yeah
0: and what a goddamn hunk you know oh yeah he's
1: like like a side looks like you
0: well, I, w- I want to do some uh, shit like that to my hair, but I'd <laughs> fuck it up. Oh,
1: you talked about that once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, um, yeah he's good, though. Let's see. Uh, what else did I have here? Oh, can I yeah. just real quick, Please, though? Yeah. Uh, I am reading his, uh like, Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. He was in the OA, which is a TV show that I really oh, liked oh, yeah. that got canceled. Mm-hmm. But um, I had forgotten about him on that. But um, he is uh, of Filipino and Puerto Rican descent, and... He moved out at the age of 16 to pursue his dreams in Los Angeles. His main talents include acting and jam skating. Have you ever heard of jam skating before?
0: I've never heard of such a thing.
1: Breakdancing with roller
0: skates.
1: (laughs) He has been... was he at the
0: Super Bowl? Was he with Usher?
1: Dude, if he was on that stage, that'd be fucking hilarious. He was a pro at the youngest age in in jam skating history. Wow. This is a real thing, apparently. That is really fascinating to me. Uh, There are different styles. Uh, footwork and shuffle skating and uh, apparently he's really good at it that is that is really wild i i wish they could have used those skills in this movie that's crazy i
0: wonder if it's like whenever you see people in modern roller skate rinks or roller yeah. skating rinks and you're like right. wow
1: those rinks still exist that's crazy <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's wild people fucking i wonder it. if they smell the same the same <laughs> yeah like stale popcorn and piss
0: and feet. <laughs> and feet. Just, just pure feet. So you know? much feet. Oh my God. Um I, I thought this was uh it, it was interesting because there were no animal voice cameos by Jordan Peel in this one, uh like there were with Ooh. his other movies. There was the Wounded Deer and Get Out and the Dying Rabbit, Dying Rabbit Uh-oh. in Us. Uh but Interesting. No, I thought, yeah, maybe he could do some, like, uh, alien noises for Jean Jacket or whatever. Right, but...
1: just one, one little thing or something. That's mm-hmm. interesting, yeah, because he doesn't need to do that anyway, but yeah. if he has a history of it, that's kind of a fun little detail. Yeah. And uh, I'm very curious to see. I haven't heard anything about what he might be planning next, but uh, every time I, I hear that he's coming out with something, I get super excited. He mm-hmm. is one of the best filmmakers working today and uh, amazing, amazingly funny Yeah, and then makes some of, like, the best modern horror with, you know— all of these metaphors and, mm. and real reasons for being like, you know, great cinema Yeah. Uh, at the same time being like classic thrillers and stuff. So uh, this one, yeah, didn't disappoint. I'm very glad we watched it a second time because it really did cement it as like a much better movie in my head than I thought it was.
0: Yeah. I, I would agree with that. It's not a horror movie. Like you were telling your wife, it's more mm. of just like this is an alien movie. You know, there's some uh, themes in there, if mm-hmm. you, you dig a little bit but uh, overall it's just like a really enjoyable alien abduction right. type of movie
1: so signs was another one that was mentioned as like an influence on this i would totally watch that after this as well you get that uh you know kind of quiet farmhouse vibe uh getting attacked mm-hmm. um you know you kind of stay there limited characters that kind of stuff so um i i dig that kind of feeling and then he just took it and made that something so completely different Mm -hmm. and like he always does and it's just like man how do you come up with this shit i love it that's great he yeah i
0: I read on the wikipedia thing that it uh he started writing it during the pandemic because he Mm -hmm. just felt like he had to do something with that energy so it came from there it was filmed in uh like the summer of 2021 and then came out in 2022 so hey man hey 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 hey, man do you know that claymation monkey paw like get that?
1: that actually took the longest time to animate yeah, been waiting <laughs> the movie could have came out in yeah, late yeah, 2021 He's like, we gotta get this fucking monkey paw
0: thing i'm gonna use this over and over again it needs to look Hell good yeah um did you go through all the credits i i, I always looked at I tried. Like the post credit scene
1: i tried on peacock it did that stupid shit where every time i would pause it again or start mm. you know play it again it would pop up the next thing to play yeah and i'd have to cancel out of that and then scroll through it again and peacock doesn't let on the apple tv they have like a on the sides of the button you can do like 10 seconds forward or back right um it won't let you do that so every time i would try that it would pause it and then i have to like scroll to get it and i scroll to the very end and something flashed and then it just cut back to the main menu of peacock
0: yes steven i just texted it to you because oh my I gosh i'm so noticed excited it. it's just a like a little card that pops up but slut <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it's the music video for Buttslide. <laughs> they planned
1: it for come a long right time. Come right through Jupiter's Claim. Yeah.
0: Oh. So... Oh, that's fun. Yeah, come right through Jupiter's Claim at Universal Studios Hollywood as seen in Nope. So I don't know if it's an actual thing you can go visit or if it's yes, just like created for I fun or, or what this Only is. Only on the
1: world-famous studio tour.
0: I wonder what this is, though. Is it just like... I know. Hey, there's a bunch of dirt. There's some horses. Yeah.
1: Cool. I know, right? <laughs> i would love like uh, i'm a huge fan of the burbs and i've been watching it lately and that street that they film on was a, uh, a very famous street from tons of movies and tv shows like the, from like the monsters through like desperate housewives mm-hmm. and uh, tons of stuff in between and i think it was either a caught fire a few years ago or something or they just finally bulldozed it or something like that but I, I'm so mad about that. It's such an iconic street on that tour. I don't really care. Like that doesn't sound intriguing to go to LA and like do a studio tour. But if I could, I could have seen that street, I would have been in heaven to actually like be there. Yeah. I don't know that Ju- Jupiter's clay will really <laughs> be that exciting. You know, but, yeah, yeah. But um, I would re- love to see the actual like Monkey Paw and the teacup. I guess. Yes. Yeah. You know, because uh, I assume they they exist in real life. They would have to. Yeah, know, in clay form. But you know, in clay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm um so i don't know uh it wouldn't be a big draw for me jupiter's claim but fun little fun little easter egg at the end i guess
0: yeah and i like that so much of this movie even though it's set in california it's really a lot of like uh country related stuff yeah as far as like
1: got that twang to it you know um i don't i I don't imagine that in california at all yeah but then like, it's like, oh, yeah, there's ranchers there. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like the right.
0: ranchers, horse trainers in this movie, they're black. Uh, mm-hmm. Steven Yun, he's the most cowboy looking cowboy I've ever seen. <laughs> right. to cinema, He's Asian, you know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. it's cool that they it's it's that version of that instead of right. You know, it's just something different. Change things. Just up. some whiteies. Uh, and man. then uh, one lo- last thing I want to mention is uh, Devin Gray as writer Maybridge who is a paparazzo who rides the electric bike? He shows oh, up. Uh-huh. He's got a silver helmet. Um, right, that thing is
1: weird looking. Yeah,
0: and I, it's because of Wikipedia that I even saw that his last name is is uh, oh is it Moybridge Maybridge Moybridge Moybridge Yeah. So I guess going back to the uh, the original, you know, uh, twelve or sixteen mm-hmm. images.
1: Uh, yeah. Sequence or whatever. That's super fun. But yeah,
0: he's got the like silver helmet, and uh turns out he's like a TMZ reporter that heard right. about this and went out there. So um he gets got pretty quickly. We don't ever see his face, but I thought that was like an interesting thing. I totally forgot that that character was in this movie mm. until he shows up. I know, and, right? Uh, yeah. He's like, he oh, looks yeah. so
1: fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but but cool. It's weird. He's like all chromed out, and he has that like one eye hole thing yeah. or whatever, or a camera. I don't even know what it's supposed to be really. Uh, i imagine he can see more than just out of that hole mm-hmm. like it's it looks silver on the outside but inside you can see through it or some shit i don't know maybe it's but, uh,
0: it's, it's just cool looking maybe the visor itself is uh is like uh, what do you call that like polarized for yeah, yeah, yeah but then if you try to look through your camera lens as you're trying to film something it wouldn't oh, show yeah. image so he's
1: got that so he's yeah that that pirate patch i think out of there absolutely right with that yeah Yeah.
0: okay we figured Uh. it out (laughs)
1: um and it was cool because that as well his like chromed out look is uh kind of like a throwback to earlier in the movie when they had that that chrome ball that Mm -hmm. mirror ball yeah that scared the horse and it's like now he is that ball to to jean jacket right and jean jacket is not gonna like that It doesn't no uh but i love that dude too he's like don't lift me up take a picture first (laughs) take a picture first yeah I was like, oh, I can't wait for you to fucking die, man. Yeah, exactly. And then Daniel Kaluuya's like, yeah, fuck you, man. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I got to go now. He tried. He went out there. He like, did hey, try. Be... Yeah. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really feel for him in this movie because, uh, you know, his dad died. It seems like he's kind of like living this life, but doesn't necessarily want it. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like he does and doesn't. But um, yeah. And then your your dad dies by a nickel of all things. Yeah. You know. And then, like,
0: at the end of the day, he, like, helps take down this alien monster Mm-hmm. Wearing a crew shirt from the Scorpion King. Like
1: it's <laughs> that's so it's good. incredible work. <laughs> Those details matter, they man. They really do. They really do. That's cool. Like uh, I, I don't
0: remember what movie Kiki Palmer suggests it was, and then he like corrects
1: I know oh, the Scorpion yeah, King. Yeah, he just says like a Western, I think. Yeah. And he's like, No, no, they didn't even use horses, they used camels. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh but yeah i uh i'm glad we talked about this today man uh I, and i'm glad we watched it again it was super fun it really was just kind of like we had on that list and we just kind of picked it out of the hat but uh man it, it turned out to be a, a joy uh even more than the first time mm-hmm. so um yeah this was really fun i hope people liked it and uh i hope people watch this movie because all of all of jordan peele's movies deserve uh rewatches
0: absolutely this one especially and i i think it's fair to right. say especially from the conversation we've had uh mm-hmm. nope gets two yips from these podcasters. Yes! yep
1: mm-hmm. yep i did i thought we were gonna have way more nope jokes or, or yep jokes mm-hmm. uh but at the end of the day i feel like you know there's only so much podcast you can do exactly so. yeah but uh next week we will be coming back for uh just a pop culture catch-up mm-hmm. you and i have a, a few things we we've been trying to keep our mini topics kind of short on each episode and get to the main topic but uh then that makes a little backlog so uh i definitely have some things that i'm excited to talk about mm-hmm. and, uh, i'm ready to hear that from you as well so nobody has to watch anything special for that episode just come listen to us talk fun shit next week exactly and uh yeah anything uh anything else i guess on, on your end of this movie you want to do like final thoughts and stuff um
0: it was I good kinda, i kind of went
1: forward and i'm coming back now yeah, but um, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was good uh you know it, it deserves a rewatch, like we've said and uh yeah just look forward to the the next
1: jordan peele joint absolutely man looking forward to it well as usual if you'd like to contact us all the infos in the show notes you can also rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps five stars is always appreciated and please tell your friends so more people can find us please and uh i hope that everybody comes back next week and uh we have some some fun shit to talk about absolutely excellent well i had a blast today man i uh, i am as well looking forward to the next jordan peele joint uh and until that day i will just keep watching the three that we have right now exactly yeah yeah, yeah that's what you can do yeah. so uh well yeah this was fun man uh until next time i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later but what's up with the shoe though
0: <laughs> it's straight, straight up it's weird one two three
1: record oh yeah
0: here we are we're back again
1: uh, just just hanging out just doing our mm-hmm. thing was right Saturday morning no cartoons for us cuz we are here at work we are the cartoons we are the cartoon hey we you're...
0: are the cartoons now
1: we are cartoons cuz you Philips. draw us
0: uh, oh oh wow Wow, well, I didn't think about that.
1: Also, Captain Phillips animated fi- <laughs> series.
0: I mean, it could happen, you know? That's what they would do back in the day. Rambo, fucking Robocop, animated series, Toxic Avenger.
1: What a weird one sure.
0: to do. <laughs> yeah. All the kids love the new Captain Phillips animated series. Oh, my God. He's a he animal sidekick.
2: <laughs> come on, Come on, Squiddy. <laughs>
1: each week they yeah. face off against a new group of pirates right you know yeah. so this is pretty mm-hmm. good but they, they can't get tom hanks back because he's too high profile but they get like his brother yes who does you know, they, Woody in the yeah like, yeah he'll like shorts. fill in yeah, yeah yeah so uh they get they get it sounds pretty good
0: you know <laughs> uh man i'm trying to to look it up who the uh who the other guy is his brother like the other no, uh, the other lead of uh, Captain oh, Phillips. The, I was gonna uh, say I haven't seen him in Nevada so
1: long. Pirate. I would love for him to get yeah. voice work as well. Maybe he's just a new returning pirate every week, but it's still voiced by him, and he puts on yeah. different accents. How fun Let's would that see. be?
0: Man, you're really gonna like scroll. D- oh wait, here we go. Pirates and Allies, Barkad Abdi mm-hmm. as the pirate leader. There we go. He yes, was, this he was maimedified
1: like. all over the world.
0: Yes, yeah, but you know. It's going to pay dividends when he gets his role in this uh,
1: animated series. Oh, yeah. Man, it's going to be great because, like, each week, it could be, like, give, <laughs> like, a different, like you were saying, like, it's, like, connected to something. They kind of, like, a different sponsors. They give, like, a cereal, like Captain Phillips cereal. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> marshmallow shapes of, like, harpoons and, like, uh, I don't know, like, barbed wire. do they, like, put barbed wire on the edges of those ships to, like, protect him and shit?
0: Oh, I thought you meant Barbed Wire, the Pamela Anderson That is also movie. a yeah, sponsor. yeah, she's in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crossover, you know? Oh like, they my had God. a, uh, uh, back in the day when I was a kid, they had the, uh, an animated series for Ace Ventura and oh, The Mask, wow. both Jim Carrey movies, uh-huh. but they were separate animated series animated by different studios, but at one point, they had those characters, like, crossover, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. so you could have like Captain Phillips from the animated series, talking <laughs> with the barbed wire animated series. It definitely needs to be made. You know, the it's animators amazing. hate having to uh, draw the tattoo, oh, the right. barbed wire tattoo on her arm because it's like it's so monotonous to draw like over mm-hmm. and over again, frame per frame, but frame every like, frame.
1: But that's you got to do it. That's the job, and maybe the passion. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Passion Man. of
0: the Christ passion of the wire you, oh. you have to do
1: it that's like that's a five five uh episode uh crossover event it's like <laughs> right, a, yeah. what is it crisis on infinite earths or some shit this is You're like right, yeah the <laughs> the captain Phillips barbed wire verse <laughs>
0: this easter <laughs> barbed wire is the captain now <laughs> and also the lord sure why not
1: Easter's a big just a big holiday for for fans of both of those series, It you really know? is.
0: Yeah. So, absolutely. that
1: just makes sense. hmm My goodness. This one went off the rails real quick.
0: It didn't really take much. Yeah. No. When you when you start out in a mine cart and there's only like half a track mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. fuck it. We're just gonna go for it. What are you gonna it? do? I've played the video game DuckTales. This will probably be fine. <laughs> The hardest fucking oh, game that's ever existed.
1: Have you ever played the Captain Phillips game?
0: Oh, no, I've heard it's good.
1: real tough. It was por- it was It was made just a few years ago because the movie was, but it was ported to the original NES. Oh, cool. right. You can find it online. Uh, also extremely difficult. Um, I, from mm-hmm. what I understand, they just took that old E.T. game mm-hmm. and they just put they just put uh, Tom Hanks's face on it. so he still looks like E.T. <laughs> okay. and <that's>, even that <laughs> doesn't look like much, you know. right. Oh, but, the Atari. Uh, so they the, made it an NES yes, port of an Atari. Of an Atari. Atari.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Superimposed. <laughs> Tom Hicks a space on it. Yeah. I think, yes. Now that it's you really that, good. It sounds familiar. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. And we'll let the listeners like, Google it until yeah, they can yeah, find photos. Right. It's, it's, pretty it's, it's pretty easy. It's like the first thing that pops up. when right. you Google it.
1: Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I love the side quests uh, and all the like different um, costumes you can get, and really the costumes are really just changing your avatar different colors because it's right. like it's very limited, limited space. pixels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So they're like, I yeah, would we'll
1: just change it to blue, you know, here and there. You get like if you have multiple pixels with different colors, it's like no, 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 that's tie dye. You can if you look Correct. really, if you squint. You can uh-huh. see it's just tie-dye. It's pretty cool, though. It's pretty right. cool technology.
0: I've heard the most artistic way to play it, though, is to play it on a black and white TV. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So That sounds I, nice. Yeah. That, that might be the way to go. And you could just tell, like, he becomes different shades of gray. You know, maybe uh, 50 okay. of them. I think oh, that's wow. what that book was
1: about. No, you know that crossover? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: what you have to do what i hear is to get to the 50th level is you have to find the ball gag
2: oh you have to go through all
0: the 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 different screens and everything but once you find the ball gag what if i bring my own well i mean you can play that okay i mean like uh you've got a a vr headset right does it have a a vr ball gag as well
1: (laughs) it needs to if it doesn't already it needs to Right. You're because ready?
0: I feel like if you play this game with the VR ball gag, uh-huh. that may unlock different things early on in the game, you know? Oh, wow. It's, congratulations. You have unlocked the stirrups. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right. Let's do this.
1: Being over. I am the captain now.
0: <laughs> For whatever reason, it uh, it's in like PlayStation 1 graphics at that point. It's
1: like, what is going on with this like, port? We don't like, understand video games, apparently. The they say, who did this? <laughs> What's happening? What mad genius put this out in the world?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy! I think this product is going to take off. If I, it already has, so. you know. Yeah, yeah. it's going
0: to take off like fucking radio flyer off that cliff. Oh Tell my
1: god! Man, I haven't thought about <laughs> radio flyer
0: forever. I think about it sometimes. Wow, like, that's a dark movie. It really
1: is, this and is especially really dark. When,
0: you, when you think about it, like. Look, spoilers for Radio Flyer right, audience. Yeah. Like, if you've never seen it, but at the end of the movie, where the the little brother goes sailing off that cliff or whatever, um, like we like in the movie, it posits that he like took off into the night sky or whatever. But right. in real life, he probably just like fucking ate shit like me off that jungle gym, right? <laughs> like he just
2: <laughs>
0: he's scared, but ending.
1: like yeah. <laughs> But he, he doesn't have an arm anymore.
0: No, I was going to say, like, he escaped by way of death. Like, he's just... <laughs> he just simply doesn't have to deal with it anymore.
1: Man. You know? But then, like, yeah, that's the reveal they, like, cut out. And his mm-hmm. brother's, like, years later, he's like, yeah, and he died. I saw his, his skull shatter upon the ground, mm-hmm. my little eight-year-old brother. Yep. But it was a good summer. We built a plane. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's being interviewed on a swing set. Like, back up, I'm gonna try something. He's like, oh my god. back flips off the uh, out of the swing again. Oh man, shit. it's not like it landing is-, is not a gene in their family, and I right. know I can tell by sight now.
1: Oh, the other day, someone at work uh, like ran into a chair and almost fell over backwards into another oh. chair that's like pokey, uh, like it could have hurt. And I, I really mm. did have like a visceral reaction to it. I was like, No, you might die, my friend. Oh god, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, it could happen. Yeah, You never know. You never know. It
0: can sneak up on you, you know? That's try terrifying. to be a daredevil at, uh, mm-hmm. in your late 30s. Right. And uh, the world humbles you real quick.
1: Real, real, real quick. quick. hmm
0: but, but now I'm in my 40s, and I feel like I'm invincible, so I'm going to try <laughs> some shit, you know? 24 is my year.
1: Do you want to build a plane out of a little radio flare wagon with me? Because I have an idea.
0: Okay. I've, I've seen the documentary. Some, I've got some <laughs> sopping wet cardboard. I'm <laughs> <laughs> needing to make the wings. <laughs>
1: Okay, but and I don't want to, I don't want to just, you know, stay on this topic. Why uh-huh. do you have soaking wet cardboard?
0: Look, I don't, I don't, like, I know we like to have fun on the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, we like to keep things light and breezy. Don't like to dig into our personal lives too much, but look is pissing on cardboard <laughs> outside uh my kink yeah kind of sort it is okay don't shame me right not doing anything sexual with it but right. it's just sometimes it's just like pleasant to look at especially uh, when it gets to the the witching hour you know the mm-hmm. the the sunlight hits it just right just oh
1: wow you like that
0: just kisses you, the piss
1: you can see the, the little stink lines coming off of it you can heating eating yeah. up in the sun Ooh, that's mm-hmm. nice That's good yeah
0: well, have, uh, ha, have you ever seen, like, uh-huh. piss evaporation like uh, <laughs> contort the night sky before, you know, Ooh, as, 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 as twilight's dawn is upon us? It's oh. just like, oh, man. Come, hey, visit Oklahoma. <laughs> we, got, we got piss stink lines distorting the, your view of the sun. Chamber of Commerce is like, uh, okay, I guess. I don't fucking know. I suppose so. We don't know. We don't care
1: you know it's a it's an oklahoma tradition that pissy cardboard so Mm -hmm.
0: pissy cardboard it's everywhere Uh, one of my favorite (laughs) 50s comedians pissy cardboard up there (laughs) yucking it up excellent roast comedian you know
1: really really good yeah Mm -hmm. um so
0: you know what pissy cardboard is so good we might as well honor them by using that name as a sync word today i don't think we've used that one
1: i don't think so
0: not yet no because we yeah we hold pissy in high regard absolutely yeah so we wanted yeah. to make it a good one. 100%. You know? right. Yeah. I, right. I'm going through the Excel spreadsheet here. No, we have not used Pissy Cardboard before. Yeah. Okay.
1: Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you keep that for us.
0: Yeah. I, I looked it up real quick, which yeah, is astonishing it's nice. because it's not at all in alphabetical order. Um, right. A lot of it is misspelled you scroll through. as well. So yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Sure. Whatever.
1: But you're, you're, kind of, you're kind of the AI of our friendship. Like You can just look at do- like spreadsheets and documents and you just scan through them, you know? Yeah, I
0: I can provide an answer to anything. Mm -hmm. It's accuracy mm, rarely
1: correct. Same with AI. That's the thing. So you're in a good company so far. (laughs) Uh,
0: How many fingers does a human have? We will never know. There's no way to discern this. (laughs) AI, come on, what are we doing, man? Like I understand some people are are, are born differently, have different Mm -hmm. uh, uh, digits, but uh, for the most part, if you were to draw a human hand, I could tell you. It's pretty eleven easy. fingers, eleven fingers on that bitch. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Wait, uh, let me see your hands. Oh uh, no, uh, I, can't, okay. I can't do it.
0: <laughs> no, to self. Leave fingers out of frame for entire recording. <laughs> All right, so let's sync with Pissy Cardboard on three. Oh, what a time to be alive. I know, anyway. I know. Here we go, Pissy Cardboard to sync on three. One, two, three. Pissy, pissy cardboard. cardboard. Oh my goodness, he showed up. Instead. You said <laughs> he spoke through you he spoke through me like wow the, the, the pissy came through me <laughs> <laughs> and it has glistened my my soul much like oh, it has wow. my skin
1: ah oh, you are gonna shine in the sun just mm-hmm. like that that cardboard always did and uh it's a beautiful legacy you're gonna leave here sir
0: hey you know what this uh, golden hour has been provided by <laughs> a golden shower <laughs>
2: T A S